mental health. Like, yeah. You, you being yeah. around all these people, but then there's also like this community this aspect community. where everyone's you're all eating together. To you're all fucking. You got jobs to do. All you're working together. Places. You're yeah. eating together. You're like, yeah. you know, doing, you know, all the, yeah. all the, yeah. Come on. And that's how we're supposed to be. That's how humans are From supposed to be. All the way back to the Facts. You know, tribal days. Facts. <laughs> like going back to the bar system. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You do this, I do In this. In fact, that's why, yeah, that's why we're so... Goods. Actually, <laughs> my, my man, uh, uh, Cadence, another MC from the Ann Arbor area, he, was, he's like, he, he told me one time, he's like, money is because I don't trust you to hold up your end of the bargain. Yeah, for sure. That's it what is. money is. Yep, that's exactly I right. I don't trust you, so we're going to do this. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I was recording like 15 seconds ago. I was like, that was dope. <laughs> <laughs> word, word. <laughs> Cheers to that. Yeah, Cheers right. to that. You start playing music whenever, don't okay, yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. All right, so we'll start this. And yes, we're using all that. <laughs> so. That could be our little uh, our, our promotional clip part. Right <laughs> all right, here we go, fellas. Yo. Yo. Yeah. Don't get me started cause I don't stop Irreversible progress Came out go juggernaut Never count me out I always got a slugger shot A puncher chance Slang saliva for sustenance Getting paid cause I'm a vocal linguistics loco Keep it rugged like Reggie Noble Duke Chernobyl We're getting raw with the boom bap What you know about that? So sick tracks, no get back or get smacked. Ideas are pitched back, the satchel page. I got a natural rage, only aiding it on stage. I got energy for days. Using hip hop as a harness, big up to underground artists. The future is upon us, the industry's been taught us. This ain't a revolution, this isn't about faith. This isn't about faith, this is about faith. This is about grace, this is about coup. What up, Eagle Man? My team is the truth. Getting raw, get, 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 getting raw, but raw, get, 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 most of that cash should a trip. We some rap veterans. Who told you you can flow? You need to grab better friends. You need to take medicines to end those grand illusions. The only ice you got is a kind of suits and bruises. Welcome to Duke Nukem's deuces. Catch me hanging in the deuce. Writing all your students like y'all choosing losing. It's a proving conclusion. You put in work, you keep improving. I got a clawed grip. Like Parabus Trucker, motherfucker don't flutter, I wanna reach out and touch ya. I had an epiphany during discussion, most these rappers are busters. They go to Tiffany's and something, so it's not to get flustered. You gotta be smarter than the rest, cause I'll put you to the test. Better than the best, I eat my problems and digest process the answer. To possess the power and voice of a panther. Don't have time for banter, with verbal cancers, call me chemo. The only thing you get in hype is a needle. You speak like the weak do, you conjure up evil, I'm not here to deceive you. Shit, I used to be. Now I keep my eyes alive like she do. Flow off the top, ski do. So mystery Scooby Doo. Y'all out of order like one, three, two. I take it strong for my people. Phrase coin my theory. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, along with my partner in podcasting sitting next to me, E Man Bates. The PIP. That's who y'all adore, and we are here for episode 134. That's right. <laughs> you came prepared. <laughs> oh, I came with the shits today, baby. Let's go. Well, anyways, to kick off the, the episode tonight, that was a track by our guest, Duke Nukem, called Don't Get Me Started. And, uh, you know, I'll let E-Man kick it over for a proper intro all of right, our guest here tonight. All right, all right. So, sitting down today, we have uh, Harlan Duke Nukem. Is a promoter, artist, and community organizer out of the Ipsy Ann Arbor, uh, Michigan scene. Uh, notably, hosting the dojo, bridging the gap, 
And coming up this Wednesday, you have the Luna Cipher. Uh, this Wednesday, uh, was it June 21st? Yeah. Uh, Duke Nukem hosts these hip hop workshops for MCs, like vets and rookies alike, to kind of sharpen their craft, build community, uh, just kind of, you know, have this way to organize and kind of like network with different people and things like that. Uh, yeah, man, welcome to the show. Yeah. Hey, thank you, thank you. Yes, yes, and uh, thank you for the great introduction. We we appreciate you making the journey out. It's it's kind of a quite the drive from Ann Arbor it, it, to Detroit. It took, <laughs> it took it took a minute to make it happen, but I'm glad that uh, you guys were flexible. And uh, and 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 to my to my friend Brenna, who uh, got us out here. And uh, yeah, shout out to Brenna. She's also doing our camera work shout today. Out uh, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, we got a lot to cover tonight on the show. We want to talk. Um, there's going to be plenty of music talk to to. To go around between the different scenes between Ann Arbor, Ips, Ann Arbor Ipsy and Detroit, uh, but before we do that, E man, what you got uh, that you're drinking on tonight? So, what we're drinking on tonight, eh? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, over from El Segundo Brewing Company, I believe they're either Texas or California based. I think it's California. Uh, we have the Broken Skull American Lager. Why I picked this beer, you ask? First of all, <laughs> shout out to my brother Frost's Rad for actually picking this up in Atlanta for me. Yeah, Frost. I've been really excited to try this beer. Oh, wow. And you know who, because whose beer it is? Give me a hell yeah! <laughs> the Rattlesnake, baby. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Broken Skull American Lager. He also has an IPA. So the breakdown, if you want to follow us on tap, that under, uh, Beats and Brews Pod. The beat of this beer is the ultimate war reward for a hard day's work. Brewed with the best American-grown barley and hops, Broken Skull American Lager goes down easy as a three-day weekend. Cheers to those who are out there earning it. So for those that get it how you live it, this is the Working Man's Lager. Nice and crispy, coming in at 4.8 ABV. I don't have any IBUs to report on. Untap gives it a 3.72 out of 5. Uh, it's nice and crispy American lager. Easy to go down. Super smooth. I'm really enjoying it, man. So do you think that's going to be um, to take over the top spot since Bud Light's been tanking down? <laughs> man, that is nuts to think about, right? It's oh, so, did, so, so they actually did the report. I'm glad you mentioned that. So they actually did the report. You know what the number one beer in America is right now? It's Modelo. Modelo, it? baby. Which is also in uh, actually, uh, so Modelo is... Yeah, it's kind of funny. So Mordello is owned by Constellation. It's not Anheuser Busch. It's Miller Coors, actually. No, it's it's not. I just saw a report. It was bought by Anheuser Busch uh, a few years back. So it's it's not. Um, I think it's not distributed by Anheuser Busch in certain states. But it's like a weird fucking. But it is the parent company of it is Anheuser Busch. So like I know. <laughs> Constellation Brands is the owner of it because they own just about every Mexican locker except for Dos Equis. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they is it Mordello, Corona, Pacifico, and Victoria. I know is in their brands. When I was working at the distributor, which is Mother Coors, we had it in a contract. But yeah, to your point, there's certain beers that kind of weird, like mixed up. Because mm -hmm. I know like uh, Red Stripe was one that's not in our uh, por wasn't in our portfolio. But if you go to Illinois. They have it over there, and right? So I'm like, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. I just how find that out. whole Bud Light controversy just utterly ridiculous. <laughs> like, you, how are you spending your? This is what you spend your time thinking about what other folks are doing. I mean, so the, like, I, I, I have, I have a conspiracy theorist mind, right? Okay, I'll, I'll just let you guys know. I'll, I'll jump. 
I'm interested. Like, are people still drinking Bud? I don't know. I'm not you know sure. what I'm saying? So is it just like is it just like how to corner both markets just to broaden both markets? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, are, so are, are all you know the the conservative, you know, far far right people still drinking Budweiser? And all of them, like, I saw drink- a lot of them like replacing their Bud Lights with Coors Light, and I know Coors Light has supported LGBTQ plus. Uh, organizations as well, so I don't understand. Like their logic doesn't add up to me. <laughs> it's not logic. I don't. It's, it's not. not it's all marketing. It's all money. That's what it's, I'm saying. It's all of it. Capitalism knows no like sexual orientation. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, dude. It's so silly. It's like whatever makes the most money, man. Facts. To your point. Uh, well, not to your point, but I see you got a beer over there too. Oh yeah, it's a little bit different. We get, is it the uh, the Founders Brewing Velvet Rush? Founders Brewing Company uh, Velvet Rush, which is actually the first time I've had this today. Do you want to read the description, or should I take it? Oh man, okay, <laughs> I got I already got to pull it up for you. Pardon me. Let me let me try to get into this. <laughs> All right, borrowing elements from both high end craft cocktails, moody jazz clubs. Velvet Rush takes bourbon aged barrel brown ale up an octave with free flowing notes of coffee chocolate and vanilla extract milk sugar aids in weaving together this complex tapestry of flavors to create a unique sipping experience that really ties the room together i like it it sounds hey. like a nice like dessert ty- style beer it really is yeah. no it, it's like drinking dessert 11.1 percent and it's 11.1 percent that sounds like a straight up like d- like dessert in the bottom <laughs> facts yeah. So I, I will let you know that uh, degree of difficulty in reading that description on 11.1%. <laughs> I'm going to give myself a pat on the back. Hey, there you go. <laughs> I love it. And, uh, and as you know, if you listen to our show, I'm on a break of the booze still. I'm four months strong, no uh, booze. Congratulations. To... Thank hey. you. Thank you. So what I'm sipping on tonight was fresh from the sit-go on War no <laughs> on Woodward and uh, East Euclid, and it's an energy drink called Jim Weed. Jim Weed it is. <laughs> I've never heard of that before in my life. It's actually funny. They say they like promote, you know, That's like, no crash, no like sugar, no I don't know all that other shit. But um, it's supposed yo. To be, like, all right. Yo. That's actually hilarious. That Jim hilarious? Weed. So that's know, amazing. So that's my Detroit beverage. I know you. I like the Celsius like just as much as you. Celsius do. is my favorite for sure. The thing, do you get a crash with the Celsius? Uh-uh. Me either. So I just want to make sure I wasn't tripping on it. Yeah, no, I yeah. definitely don't. I, uh, we we can speak freely here, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. Right. I don't fuck with Celsius, man. No, really? the shit makes me aggressive. Really? Mm. Yeah, but it makes me like like uh, 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 like it makes me like want to challenge people and. Well, it is. It is, <laughs> it is a pretty high um, percentage of uh, caffeine. It's like yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I felt with Bang. It makes me strangely aggressive. Yeah, I I can handle the the Celsius, but I I know I have a pretty fucking hardcore addiction to caffeine from working at five in the morning at a fucking uh, yeah, 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 yeah. long time. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the road like a lot, so that's my yeah. I'm a okay, big okay. Guy see, I'm usually like. I'm like I'm on the Herba Mate like kick. Those are good too. Herba yeah. Mate makes you feel great. It does, it does. It really does. And like I can't I I like I, I got on it to stop drinking coffee because I drink mm-hmm. you know maybe four or five coffees in a day. Yeah. And then my stomach would be messed up and like I was like I gotta figure something else out, man. But, yeah, no, I hear that for sure. Yeah. I uh, replace when I 
took the break from alcohol, I definitely rep- my caffeine level went up for yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> you're like you're like Royce. <laughs> yeah. Like, from, oh, went, dude, went from obs- tequila to monsters. Oh yeah, he's he's a little too overboard with all the monsters. I don't yeah. want to fuck with all the monsters like that. That can't but, be good uh, for you. It can't you know, be good for you. Actually, the thing that and I've plugged them, you know, without a paycheck, like two episodes in a row now. But I really fuck with the liquid death waters. It's just carbonated water. They taste great. We were just talking about that on the way <laughs> up. Uh, the agave like ones trying specifically. To figure out what, yeah, the agave. Oh, agave. Okay. Yep, it's like a lime flavored okay, one. Okay. It's pretty good. All right, oh, man. man. I'm learning. I'm learning a lot already. But yeah, let's, let's get, get into, into some it. music talk. Enough giving uh, free plugs to companies that don't pay. <laughs> <us. laughs> Facts. All right. So I'm a, I'm assuming the the name. Well, your last name is Newcomb. Yeah. But yeah, I'm yeah. assuming that like you were a fan of the video game growing up. Funny, funny thing. I never played it. Really? Ah, I love it. Oh, <laughs> never, shit. I never played it. Like, like I, I did watch like a few of my friends play it and stuff like that, but okay. I, I never had computer. Uh, like, I'm talking like, you know, before Sega and shit like that. Like, I never had like computer, the like, computer games. Okay. So uh, I, I watched my friends play it like and things like that, but I never played it myself. Never had it myself. But uh, funny thing is my, I was searching for a rap name. And like everything I took was taken by like an amazing fucking rapper. Usually how it works. It really is. It's crazy. Yeah, like I, I, w- I wanted to be Supernatural for a while. And Supernatural is like one of the most amazing freestylers on the fucking planet. Like, uh-huh. you, you can't. Right. You can't battle that guy. Well, I mean, you could. But if I'd like have to go to the cave and like, you know, in Tibet. And it goes, like, and it kind of like goes against like the whole foundations and core of hip hop. And the first, like, you don't want to bite anyone else's shit. Their facts, name, facts. their style. Their, like, you know what I mean? mean? Right. So, like, <laughs> I, I kind of feel like it's like Highlander. If you have the same name, like you, you have to battle to see who can fucking <laughs> for real. Yeah, who gets it? to claim who it? Gets who gets to, to walk that? away with yeah. it? <laughs> so, like, uh, I'm uh, we're recording in Ann Arbor, and uh, like, God, I don't know. This is like 1998. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just I'm sort of, uh, and uh, recorded in Arbor and uh, and I'm I'm playing Turok actually mm-hmm. really okay on the six four dinosaur game okay Turok on his first person shooter on the six four and my boys went my boys like yo what's like what's your last name like we known each other for like ten years I'm like what's your last name I don't even know your last name I was like Nukem he's like oh Duke Nukem I was like oh playing Tur- Turok I was like yeah right. like, that makes that sense yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that totally just works for the veins of hip hop too because Duke Malcolm's just bombing on motherfuckers so, right. <laughs> and, and uh, getting the girls everything like that yep. <laughs> I feel and, like Duke Nukem was my introduction to digital violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was it was the second beyond uh, uh, Wolfenstein was the first. Yeah, you're right. Actually, Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein was, was crazy. the first. That was first, and then, and then uh, it was uh, Duke Nukem after that. Yeah, uh, what's it called? Uh, oh man, sorry, I'm feeling this 11. <laughs> percent No worries, you'll catch up. Well, I. <laughs> I'll let you guys know I'm a lush, so this is my second bottle already. Oh, uh, nice! All right, like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was gonna. I had more of a story, but then no, it's gone. It's gone. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So one thing I noticed from listening to that intro track that we played, and I think that it's something that I appreciate as a listener, because you know I'm I'm kind of at an interesting age for hip hop. I'm 36 right yeah, now, yeah, so yeah. like I'm. Old enough to have like grown up with the '90s shit, you know. I was young, but I got into it early. You're, you're in your 36 so, like, chamber, but yep. And I, so I was into all of that, but then I'm also like young enough to be into like the newer shit, the Kendricks, the Coles, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that shit. So I've always kind of appreciated that the '90s is where like I gained a fa- like that's when I started becoming a fan. So I kind of enjoy more of the boom bap, 
style of emceeing uh, more so than a lot of, you know, there's like a whole lane of people that are into this like offbeat ass rap and shit. And it's like, I'm, I try not to be a hater anymore because I realize that sometimes this shit just ain't there's for me. There's so and I many. Think that's okay. Like, you know, the game but, like, is. Chill. I appreciate that you have like diction to your rapping and clarity and, you know, like, that's a good point. Follow the that's beat. a great point. Because that's. Oh, me. Yes, you. Okay, I was going to say the offbeat rappers, they actually do have diction, though. But they're just, they do. They do. That's what I'm saying. Like, they there's do. so many different subjects. It's becoming really popular now. It's just like the production's like carrying you. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely like. But thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And and actually, when you play, when you were like, we were gonna play one of your songs. You played that one. Uh-huh. I got. I'm so happy you played that one. <laughs> that's actually my favorite song that I've, I I've like recorded. that one. That, one, that oh. was, I was. I was perusing around the sound clouds. Like it's, this is it's, the one. It's usually not people's favorites. Like, oh, I love it. Maybe maybe it's because they. Uh, I don't know because they have. They know me. They have a different mm-hmm. expectation for me yeah. or something. I don't know what, the, what it is, but I loved recording that song. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I was like, I recorded that song, the first. Half of the album recorded in um, in a in a walk-in closet in the middle of the summer, where it was like hundred degrees outside, <laughs> oh, there and before. I'm like sweating, sweating. But I mean, it made it made for like good recording. It made yeah. for like good sessions. Just yeah. Like, but but uh, yeah, no, thank you because yeah. that's one of my favorite songs that I for me <laughs> that I recorded. Yeah, I like the the style. I like the delivery on it. I like what the stuff that you're referencing in it. You had like a bar about red man on oh, there, yeah, yeah. and like yeah. So I yeah, like yeah. that kind of stuff for sure. That's yeah, like, man. Uh, was a noble like and, Reggie. And yeah. I think uh, yeah, yeah. and there's this is a discussion that I've been because I'm on like Twitter like talking to different nerds about hip hop yeah, yeah, all yeah. day every day, and I feel like there is this um, desire now for more lyrical rap to come back because they were talking about how this is the first year since like hip hop gained super popularity in the nineties that there hasn't been a number one album produced by right, a hip hop artist right, right, yet. Right. And uh, but so they're, none of they're the, like, I think you guys are, you got to come harder. I don't, so I'm none of the big dogs dropped this year though. Yeah. I don't think facts. That's yeah. true. No. Yeah. You're right. You're absolutely. Well, did Nas drop this year? No, it was Nas dropped last year. The yeah. end of last yeah. year. Yeah. He always drops at the end yeah. of yeah. the year. So, so, uh, uh, yeah, that's a good point. I actually have a different take on that for what I've been hearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't give a fuck. I don't think we're, yeah. at, I, to me, hip hop was never supposed to be the top of the charts. Yeah. Like, like hip hop was, is, it's ours. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. I love fuck that. their charts. Fuck the billboard. Fuck all that. Yeah. To your point too. It's that, and then I will also add the independent game is fucking thriving it's, it's right now. And it's also, fine. and I think also, um, social media kind of tells you a lie in a way that they make it seem like it's presented where there's only the young people are popping, and like that's yeah, really no, such a crazy. small market they, of the grand crazy. scheme of things. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. way more older people that are older than the age of twenty five. They say yeah, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> hip hop is a young man's game. Like, you know, you get in like say like eighteen, nineteen, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, you, I'm sorry. Go no, no, you're good. No, you get in like at that age, and then you know it's a matter of like, are you trying to make you know chase a hit? Are you trying to chase a sound? Or are you going for longevity at the end of the right. day? Because longevity, like actual, like timeless music, you right. know, that will always prosper over, like, and that and find its way TikTok, to TikTok. Like, and that you know, made sense 20, 30 years ago when everybody was 30 or under. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But exactly. Now, but now, <laughs> exactly. But now, now hip hop's turning 50 this year. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yep. It's not a young man's game. It's the biggest game in the world. And I think a lot of it, I think a lot of that ageism too comes from the fact that hip hop out of all the genres of music is definitely most related to sports. They compare it to sports, basketball, right, all right, ball players. Right, right. But and the difference is, you know, when ball players get to their thirties and forties, they start slowing down because your body starts to slow right. down. But if you're practicing your craft every day in hip hop, there's no reason why you're not going to be good in your forties and fifties and, yeah. and so, so on. You what's, know what the, I mean? what's the, what's the biggest <laughs> thing when you get older and you play sports? You're like, if only I could do what I can no. do, what I know with the body I had back then. Yep. But when it when it comes to something cerebral, like hip hop was something like, there's no limits. Is, exactly. is hip hop the only genre they say that about too? I oh definitely, it's yeah. definitely the yeah, only okay. one that's compared right. to uh, to athletes like that. I think for sure. And there's always been a kinship. Between I mean, because like you got too, like yeah. the Mick Jaggers, based, the Iggy you know? Pops, like people like that still like still doing yeah, it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Iggy Pop, exactly. Iggy Pop from Ypsilanti, Michigan. Hell yeah. yeah! And like they and you don't get motherfuckers being like Iggy Pop's too old to do that shit. They're like, nah, look at this motherfucker being out here doing sweet shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, man. And he's still out there rocking no shirt, no like, shirt, you know, rocking. like in his seventies. It's great. So. <laughs> Your connection to, like, the Ipsy Ann Arbor, like, music scene, like, what really wanted, like, kind of, like, push you to, like, build this community, I'd say? Okay. Before I answer that question. Okay. Can I hit the bathroom? Yeah, uh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. We'll take a quick pause for All that. Right. <laughs> There's uh, one upstairs or one downstairs. Okay. Either one you can use. Thank sure. you. Yep, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. All right. And we back. All right, so what 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 uh, what what gets me going in the fold of all this? What or what? Where's my motivation for the, to be like in the fold what? Of all like this? I guess like what kind of got you into like building? Like I, I know you, you started as an artist, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Eventually, as an artist, you were like, you know what? Built this community, like bring in like the younger crowd. Yeah, like that. Actually, yeah, like, yeah. So what got you into? So that I'll tell path? I'll tell you the story. It was about. Um, it's about eight years ago, seven, eight years ago. Okay. Um, I was going hard. I put out my album. I didn't know what to do with it. So I was I was just like, I was just going, well, shit, I guess that was nine years ago that I put out the album. But about seven, eight years ago, I was like, now what do I do? Like, because I can't just keep playing the same places over and over around here and stuff like that. You know, I've, I watched so many, like, me being, like, older when I got in the game, I watched so many artists do the same thing and they'd get a little heat and they'd fucking just keep playing and playing and playing and burn out. And, and, um, uh, not all of them, of course, but like that, that was a common thing that would happen. So, so I was doing that same thing. I was burning out. I was just playing as many shows as I could and this and that. And, uh, um, I, I wanted to get out. I wanted to figure out how to get out of Michigan and do shows and things like that. So I started calling my friends, and uh, and asking my friends uh, and and just colleagues in in the rap shit uh, who I admired, and what do I do? How do I get out of here? How do I approach places outside of Michigan? What do I do? Uh, one of the things that somebody told me was uh, Dante LaSalle. I don't know if you guys know who that guy is. Familiar to me. He's he's a real real proponent in Southeast Michigan. He's been heavy heavy in Detroit uh, before COVID. I haven't really seen him um, do much after COVID, but I would would I would imagine he's still still pretty heavy and things like that. 
Uh, he he was part of the blue collar gentleman in Old Miami. Okay. okay. When they were Old doing Miami that thing. Maybe be uh, how that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I I remember specifically talking to him, and he was like, "Well, what do you do? Like, what what makes you valuable?" Because I'm like cold calling places, like, "Hey, can I do a show? Like, why would why would mm-hmm. they let me do a show? Who am I? I have an album. So mm-hmm. what?" He's like, "So what makes you valuable?" And I started thinking about it. I was like, well, shit, I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what makes me valuable is some, some uh, venues out of city, out of state, out of whatever. So I started to think about, like, well, um, also at the time, um, in Ann Arbor and Ypsilanti specifically, uh, nobody was really fucking with local music much. And especially hip-hop, especially rap. They weren't fucking with rap at all. Yep. And uh, so I was like, okay. Well, locally, I had a name. I started, I was winning like local awards and People's Choice Awards and things like that. And I was like, well, what do I have? I was like, I have my name. That's why it's called Duke Nukem Presents the Dojo. Because my name was popping. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's what I got. Makes sense. Yep. Okay. And so I was like, okay, well, we're going to start some shit. And we're going to make it so hot that everybody has to fuck with us. And we're going to make um, a scene where it's valuable for other hip hop uh, uh, communities to come through and break bread with us because we have a we have an actual scene. Yep. You know that was that was the vision in the beginning. Essentially, I mean, what you're describing is making a label. <laughs> I mean, essentially, you know what I mean? Like without the, the yeah, real title yeah, yeah, on yeah, it, yeah. but you're you know bringing in you know your name is already hot, so it's like all right, now let me come and get the the pieces of the puzzle that I want to put with me and have next to me. Stay inside of me. It's kind of, you know, like I, I, I referencing just Eminem for a second is mm-hmm. in the way that um, he popped before D12 did. He was like, all right, right, right I'm right. going to get on and then I'll come back and then we'll put, start putting the pieces of the puzzle. Let me get D12 right, and right. Trice in. Right. You know, we'll get yeah. all these guys and um, this is who I want to stand next to me, you know, as I'm going forward. In a sense, absolutely. But also in a sense, just um, opening it up to the, the greater community as well. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, uh, uh, it, w- it wasn't just my boys. It wasn't just the people that that I thought should be on. I was right. just like, I was like, everybody come on. Let's okay, go. yeah. Like, whoever wants to get down. like, um, And actually, I, I, I took my idea, a lot of my ideas from uh, open mics I was doing at Old Miami and different places in Detroit. Because, honestly, Detroit's always ahead mm-hmm. in Michigan. Like, and, and you got to give that nod and that shout to Detroit. Because yep. it's... it's it's if you know if you're not fucking with Detroit, you're not really everything doing it. runs yeah, through and, here. And if you really so, yeah. and and we're a tough crowd too, so if you Facts. can get respect, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, I'll never forget. I'll never forget my first show in Detroit. I'm halfway through my set and I'm like, they fucking hate me. Like, oh my god, they hate me. And then I got down off a of stage and they came up to me and they're like, yo, when you said this and this, what you mean? I was like, oh, they're listening. Yep. Yeah, like oh shit, and they gave me respect, and I was like, yo, and honestly, uh, it, there's nothing like getting respect in Detroit. Yeah, there's I nothing agree. like it. It was funny. I, I just reminded me. I, I saw Ab Soul recently at the shelter of St. Andrews Hall, and um, this rapper uh, Fresh opened up for him. He used to go by Short Dog, and now he's Fresh. Word, word. And uh, he came on stage. And, you know, the crowd, I kind of think they thought that Absol was coming next yeah, and yeah. there wasn't going to be still a, another opening yeah, artist. Yeah. So he comes out and he's like, you know, this is my name's Fresh, this and that. You know, I'm going to do a couple songs for you. And one dude in the crowd goes, you got four songs, motherfucker. 
beautiful. <laughs> so I thought that shit was funny. That's I'm like, yep, beautiful. that's a Detroit that's crowd. That's thing shit. about it. Like, they'll let you know if they're not fucking with you. That's the one thing. Yeah. And, then, and then he actually was, not only was he funny uh, in between songs yeah. on the mic, so that helped him out big time. He was super fucking dope. And by the time he was through four songs, Everybody had forgotten because he was dope and, you know, he rocked out for, yeah. you know, eight to ten songs, you know, so that's what's up. Hell yeah. I mean, I have my, I remember, uh, this is like when Blondies was back here and I used oh, to, wow. I used to play shows over there all the time. So I, I mean, I've been around like as an artist for a while before yeah. we got the podcast going mm-hmm. up and running and it was this dude I was opening for who was doing like a regional tour and I kind of was a part of that. I did like a few states with him or whatever. And the first show was absolutely flawless. Yeah. Fucking killed it. It was amazing. It was at a New Way Bar in Ferndale. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the second show, I think it was like a couple of days later, it was at Blondie's. And it was just a totally different crowd. I haven't like, thought it about Blondie's in a long time. Man. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah, it's super. Yeah, it's gone, gone. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, like, uh, it was just a bunch of just like... Like just straight up like hood shit going on. Yeah, on that's how, that sounds like, more like the Blondies. On it. I do. I mean, and me personally, my music, like I, you know, I always had more of like a like not necessarily backpack, but like kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't. know. I got my own fucking thing. Yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah. It's not the demographic that's yeah, going up yeah. there. Let's put it that way. And I just remember like, oh my god, what the fuck did I get myself into? <laughs> so yeah, I'm going yeah, out yeah. there, and I'm like. I remember, you know, like Blondie's had like the elevated stage and stuff like that. Yeah. And I used yeah. to jump around on stage a lot. Fell off the stage. Fell <laughs> <laughs> off the stage. <laughs> and it was like a good like three foot drop. Yo, like, man. Hey, well, you gave them a reason to remember you by. <laughs> uh-huh. it was a, here's the thing. It's still a good show, but yeah, they yeah. remember that. Yeah. That's a good story, though, man. That's a good story. Hey, man, if you don't have, if you don't have stories like that, I, I'm like, did you really do it? Like, did you? <laughs> I definitely wouldn't be bragging about it. I can laugh about the shit now, but the time I was no, like, oh, got, my you God. You got to laugh about it, man. Uh, Yo, man, uh, I remember, I remember um, being in front of sold-out crowds and freezing. That's, Forget, that, I, like that would happen to me. Forgetting, <laughs> every, forgetting every lyric that I ever wrote and oh, freezing. Man. That's like, crazy. I'm, I'm, yeah, man. <laughs> that happens, man. I, yeah. they, I mean, they talk about it. Uh, but those I, are the breaks. Like, but I'm like, do you love it if you haven't been through that? Yeah, you have yeah. to go through that shit. Like, I was, I was just about to say, I listen to a lot of uh, stand-up comedy podcasts and shit too, and they talk about like bombing is like a rite of passage. If you, you have to. If you haven't bombed. <laughs> And, and actually, that's one one thing uh, I, I want I want artists that come to the dojo to view the dojo as because like people like like you know like especially uh, younger artists they don't really know what it is so they they have this imagination of what it's gonna be like when they get there and they, they, like they have no fucking idea yeah you know like to any show any performance anything like that so I want I want to get young people to like get that out of their mind like like I don't want people to come through the dojo which is the 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 proper dojo was the open mic, and we do that the monthly, and I don't want people to come through the dojo thinking this is the show. I want them to use it like like this is the work. The work. <laughs> this is the work. Like a like a stand up comedian. Mm-hmm. You're working it out. Like try something new. Try yep. something different. Like you know, or you know, uh, yeah. at the very least, perfect your craft. Please don't use vocals. And your, and oh, dude, that God, is literally just, like one of my biggest pet peeves. The whole time you were talking, is the backing vocals. vocals. So, it, the backing vocals in the track is probably like, one of my like biggest you, pet peeves you, you, of like, like live shows. Like, like I don't know when this happened. I don't know why this happened, but I think it's because a lot of TV productions they'll have. I have a theory on. I think I know why it happened because 
So now you have the land of anyone can be an artist because you can put your shit on any streaming platform you want by yeah. yourself. But a lot of the time that doesn't come with, you know, a team that's going to put you through some artist development. Right. So a lot of these kids like making music, but have no idea what it's like to perform on stage I, by the time key, their shit is out. I or feel like they have something to pop off. I feel like it was almost before. I feel like it was before that. It was before that. Yeah. It was before that, too. But uh, but it was it was it wasn't rampant. It wasn't as rampant. Yeah. yeah. As and now you now got it's like, like like I just went out to a joint. Um, and these kids, they were super like they were really talented, but their vocals on the recorded track was higher than them. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Like I've seen that. Like like and it's just like, no diss is them. They don't know any better. Like the, the human voice is the most powerful instrument on this planet mm-hmm. like for 100%. your you know like a human voice you could be martin luther king you could be hitler you could be you know what i'm saying like for how for, for whatever know. ends that voice a human voice is the the strongest instrument the ability to persuade the ability to convince like yeah. that is that yeah. song yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring emotions out of people yeah. that's what i mean that's what music yeah, yeah. is at the end of the day the actually actually uh yeah. with, my, with my album i'm a i'm a little bit disappointed because like when i when i did it i was i was scared to share my voice so there's like lots of layering on it uh-huh not not the song that you played yeah Actually, I think that that song was actually dry. Like mm-hmm. it was just straight. It was just straight run. Yeah. But a lot of the songs on my album uh, that I put out back then, it was lots of layering because I was like, I was scared to share my voice. Yeah. Well, and I think that, a lot of us are afraid of the sound of our own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah, you yeah. hear yourself back, yeah, you're, you're like, like, that's not what I sound like me. in my own head. Nah, <laughs> that can't <laughs> be it. That's nah. That's no good. Nah. I was just testing out the lapel mics with uh, with our roommate Sean the other day. And it was like I haven't heard my own voice in a long time. Yeah, like, yeah. It was just like, interviewing for some stuff. And like, you're like, that's what my voice sounds. I'm like, yeah, dog. <laughs> that's you. In fact, the only person I've ever heard said that they like their own voice was uh, Nas in an interview. I heard Nas in an interview. Nas would say that. He's like, he does have own. an amazing He's like, speaking He's like, voice. I heard my own voice, and I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, of course. You know, I, I do Nas. think Nas has one of the greatest <laughs> sounding rap voices of all time. Yeah. Everybody's yeah, like voice. Yeah. I feel people voice that I, I feel like that would love their own voice. I feel like the two that I would think are not with us anymore would be Barry White and Nate Dogg. <laughs> Barry oh, White's yeah. voice, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. And he sounds just like he sings when he's talking. He does, he does. <laughs> yeah, facts. Facts. So yeah, that is funny. I just saw this interview that Barry White was uh, – Producing an album for Marvin Gaye right before Marvin Gaye. Died. I saw that really? too. I saw that clip going yeah, around like, too. Ooh, well, that would have been Ooh. so crazy. Yeah, that would have been nuts. Think if they yeah. got to collabing on it too. Yeah, Ooh. come on. Them singing together. That come crazy. on. Oh, Marvin Gaye on that falsetto. Very exactly. The, it would have been nuts. Yeah. But anyways, back to what you were just saying about the backing tracks being up. Not only are they turned up uh, too loud now. I've seen this happen. So. I have uh, my friend Nora was really in when Glorilla came out. She was oh, like, yeah. I really like this shit. So I was like, right, I'll go to the concert with you, whatever. And there was, you know, a lot of her affiliated artists, um, different girl groups and stuff were opening for her. Right. And not only were the backing tracks louder than their mics, but they were getting out rapped by their own backing tracks. They couldn't keep up with their own backing tracks. That's the thing. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. Like, like, like. The the percentage of people who can actually keep uh, the percentage of people that can match their own raps mm-hmm. 
is low. It's very right, low. Right. It's very very small. So when they go up to start competing, uh, to start performing, they're competing with their own, and it sounds like mm-hmm. two different people trying to do the same. Yep. Shit, it sounds terrible. It sounds terrible. Sounds and a lot terrible. of them would just like, you know, throw some ad libs out, yeah. do some twerk. Or, or at least the thing is, here, here's, a, here's the thing, too. Or they're, they're their own hype man. Yep. For their recorded. Exactly. And, and that, it's like, like, that's not what you need to do. So, so like, what the dojo is, is like, it's like, we're not here, to, like, we're not here to judge you for that, but we're here to give you the opportunity to perfect your craft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if you're, if you, if you don't feel like you can do it in front of the real show, it's not the real show. Yeah. It's it's our time to get together, and hang out, and perfect our thing. How did the name do? How did the dojo come about? As far as like the name and very simply, okay. I was gonna call it something else. I was I was gonna call it Ground Zero because that's the name of the album that I put out. Yeah, I was like I'm gonna name it Ground Zero, and uh, my 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 dude uh, um, uh, Blas uh, short for Blasphemous. Uh, he he was like he was like Nah man, it's a dojo. And I was like, well, this motherfucker is younger and cooler than me. So <laughs> who the hell am I to argue? Agree. I was like, now it's the dojo. It like, is. So it was, is. And it was that simple. It was that I simple. I think it's perfect. It was that simple. And then I linked up with uh, my man, uh, uh, Juan Michael OG. Oh, oh, well, he's an alumni. alumni of our show. He's no been shit. on before. Yeah. Yeah. Juan Michael OG, he did yep. the... He did the, uh, the um, the symbol for the dojo. Oh, nice. nice. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, he was like on. one of our first guests. He was probably like in the first. One of episodes. our favorites, too, because yeah, he's yeah. one of those real creative yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah. You know, he's wild, like. <laughs> wild. Wild dude, man. And yeah. uh, 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 very cool. You know, I, I haven't really talked to him much over the years, but um, because he's he's always on his own shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, cool ass dude. And he and he, he made the he made the logo for the dojo. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, shout out one, Michael, yeah. man. one thing okay. else I wanted to ask you about, speaking of live performance and stuff, because I was kind of, you know, scrolling through your Instagram page and stuff, too. Yeah. You got to tell me how the opening slot for KRS-One came about. Bruh. Because <laughs> yeah. I saw that, bro. and I was like, what? Was it, was it you and True Classic on that bill? Or was it? No, no, no. So Okay, so right. uh, there, it was two years in a row okay. that KRS came into town. And the first was me, um, Nikki P, and Clear Soul Forces. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the next year was One Below, uh, uh, True, and Nikki P. Shout out One Below okay. and Binary Stars. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So the first year, um, uh, my boy, my boy Stefan, who uh, at Vox Box Recording Studios in Ypsilanti, he's the he's the cat that I uh, recorded my album with, mm-hmm. and he's the cat who made that first KRS show happen. Okay, because he got with somebody. Man, this is a, this is a crazy story attached to that too, man. But. Um, uh, so, so he called me up. All right. <laughs> let me, let me just, uh, let me just tell you the story, whole story. So I'm working at Brown Jug. I'm a, I'm a waiter at Brown Jug. Uh, kitty corner from that is the, uh, um, what, what's it called? The, uh, 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 liquor store. No, 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 no. Other, other way. Uh, university, there's the uh, um, neuroscience department. Okay. I beat this cat. He's coming. He come. He comes over to the brown jug during his lunches and things like that. And I meet this cat, and then, and uh, he's a neuroscientist, and get, get to know him. And he's like, "Yo," he's like, he finds out that I'm a that I'm a rapper, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Have you ever heard of KRS One?" 
I'm like, oh, you mean my fucking idol <laughs> since I was fucking 12 years old? Yeah, yeah, I think. Oh, the person who I own every fucking album he's ever put out? Yeah, yeah, I think I, think I know, I know a little bit about Karis one And he's like, yo. And he's like, and he looks at me. He's like, look. He's like, looks around. He's like, I tricked these motherfuckers. He's like, next year I get my tenure. I'm going to shut down my labs. I'm going to teach the metaphysics of KRS-One. What? Yeah. That's yeah. nuts. And then he's like, yo, he's like, let's, let's link up and, and, uh, make, uh, make art and science like a whole thing. That's like, sweet. So wow. me and him start building. I go to his office. I'm chilling in his office. Like this is, you know, this is over a long time span of time uh-huh. I go to his office I'm chilling in his office he's like yo I gotta go to the bathroom I'm like look up he's like he's like he's got fucking five six different degrees and he at the time he was like 43 years old uh huh that's crazy like how do you <laughs> what <laughs> how you got five or six <laughs> then he comes I'm like I'm, just, I'm chilling in his office I'm really I'm like doing the what? math I'm like this don't make sense and then he comes back and he sits down and he's like, yo, he's like, we're going to change the world. And I'm like, all right, what's up? He's like, yo, he's like, we're going to start doing our work. And then KRS is going to come to us. I'm like, bet, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Week later, chilling chillin the brown jug. He comes through. We're, we're talking our shit. My boy calls me up. He's like, yo, you want to open up for KRS one? I'm like, <laughs> let's go That's let's go like what we're about to change the fucking world you motherfucker what? how long ago was this this is this 2018 okay so where did where was the uh, concert at that you ended that up that was the blind pig it was at the blind pig that that's home, where i okay. kind of figured that was, that was home field man too it was home field too like i grew up in ann arbor like so how was were you show? able to spend some time with them uh unfortunately no no uh, and i'm not gonna speak on that <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, no, I wasn't able to spend any time with him. But uh, um, but what one thing that he did is he came, he came in the he came in uh, the building during Nikki P's performance uh-huh. and saw her get, her get down, and he gave her like this huge shout out before he even fucking started performing, and I was just like, "You and we are official now." Yeah, like you know all. All praise due to Nikki P. Yeah. She, she deserves it. Yeah. But I'm like, we're official now, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, KRS is definitely me? still a super fan oh, yeah, of, of hip hop. So. Yeah, yeah. Straight up, straight up and down, man. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I had just posted a clip of um, a song of his on my Instagram story yesterday because I quit eating meat 10 years ago this month. Beef? And I posted a clip of beef where, you know, he talks about the, uh, the factory farming yeah. of cows yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. shit. And, yeah, uh, I, qu- I quit. And all that I quit eating 15 years ago. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's I, awesome. I, I, st- I still eat fish sometimes. Yeah, I do too. I, I occasionally right. dabble into fish. Usually if I'm out at like a restaurant and they're lacking in the vegetarian options. I'll yeah, yeah. That, like that's fish. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's honestly because I went, I went straight. I went strictly no meat. Mm-hmm. And then like when two, two years of headaches of going to restaurants and not being able to eat shit. Yep. And I was like, fuck it, I'm eating those fish, man. I don't give a fuck. Yep, that's what I did, too. <laughs> and you know, I was like, you know, uh, they, they, they don't get nerves. I did yep. red... So, my thing was red meat and pork I didn't eat at all. Like, I don't eat pork still yeah, to this day, it. but, like, I cut out, like, just... The, I just did the birds and fish for a long yeah, time. Yeah. 
system bed better, you know, like the digestive. Like that's, it, that's it, what it sucks it to process like yeah. beef sometimes yeah. a lot. So I cut back on that. Yo, beef is yeah. is murder on your yeah. body, man. It's, oh, yeah. our, it's it's just difficult. It's mm-hmm. just difficult to digest. It's like um and like and like I I like I'm not religious. I'm not like vegan religious or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, me neither. I'm like we're omnivores. We can eat whatever. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And but I don't judge anyone that doesn't. I don't, I don't you know, judge anybody. I don't care. No, like, no. Your, your way of life is your way of life. Yeah. Mine's mine. Yeah. Yeah, do yours. But I, you know, like I'd be remiss if I didn't say beef. My carrots didn't, well, yep. didn't have any effect on that. Well, but even before that, my mom was vegetarian. My mom and brother were vegetarian when uh-huh. I was when I was very young. And I was like, fuck y'all. Like, I mean, I'm getting this double pepperoni on this pizza, motherfucker. Totally, man. And that, but prior to doing it, I was like a total meat and potatoes, plain-ass oh, yeah. eater. And becoming vegetarian, like, I, it was only, it started as just a bet because two of my close friends were vegetarian at the time. And they were like, you probably can't go a month without eating meat. Yeah. So it's, a month turned into a year. And, you know, weight started falling off. Like, I just felt better day-to-day life. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. all right, I like this better than the alternative. So, so I think I'm just yeah. going to stick with this. My weakness, because, I like, with pork for me, is, like, my weakness is gummy snacks. Dude. And gelatin. Like, oh, oh, yeah, my yeah. God, yeah. dude. Yep, I, yep. I, I, like, I, it, um, I have to go through a whole, like, yeah, yeah. task to, like, find, like, just vegan gummy snacks and things like yeah, that. Yeah, that's some but, serious yeah. shit. And they're not as good. Yeah. Lucky for me, I've never had, like, out of all the candies that I love, I've never been a big gummy guy because I just don't like shit getting stuck in my yeah, teeth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a and candy like, dude. Like, in. I, I only get a sweet tooth when I stop drinking. Dude, that when I, I that. the first I month that. that I quit yeah, drinking, yeah. I was eating so much fucking ice yeah, cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of control. <laughs> yeah, <it's> wild, right? <laughs> you know, the cheat code for those, you ever, like, those, uh, those Italian ices? I love those. Oh, those, oh, are word, yeah, word, those are good. Those are good. Yeah, those are really good. I like those. All right, so question, because I, I I see you around, like, certain artists, like, specifically. Like, yeah. Nikki, Nikki P, I've never met. Yeah, yeah. I've seen her, like, on Instagram and stuff like that. Yeah. Dope MC. Like, how did, that, how did that connection, like, come about? All right, so uh, I'll tell you I'll tell you to the beginning. It was uh, 2006. Um, I was, like, in dire straits. <laughs> I was done with hip-hop. I was like, fuck hip-hop. Because, like, I had uh, gone through a period of time where I was like, uh, I I had people who I consider my friends tell me that I didn't have it, and then I hear them using my lyrics, oh, Ooh, and shit like worst. that, and, you know. Like, and I was like, well, if I don't got it, like you know, backstab. And it, instead of, instead of being a galvanizing, it, it broke my fucking heart. I was like, don't let them trick you out your spot. People. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm, and, and this is a tumultuous period of my my life. I just kind of, oh, sorry, about you that. good? Yeah, I, I just got into this car accident where, uh, um, uh, like. Uh, I don't know how nobody died. Like we should, we should all died. This fucking car accident. It's wow. like, like um, uh, two of my friends broke f- uh, pelvises. Uh, Famous one of my friends had to get flown off of the jaws of life. I was the luckiest one, and I had like I broke a bunch of ribs. One of them stabbed my kidney. Like it, like it was, it was, it was Oof. terrible. It was on Prospect and Cherry Hill Road in Ypsilanti, and uh, we got rocked. And. Uh, uh, and I was coming out of that, and I was like, you know, just trying to figure out, uh, like, what I was going to do, how I was going to live again, because, you know, I had a long period of time, and insurance companies are a motherfucker. They, are, they do not want to give you that money, no matter <laughs> yeah, what. Yeah, no, that's, 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 that's their whole job is to not pay you. <laughs> oh, man. To hold it as long I, as they can. I so had I, two car accidents in a year. Tell yeah. me about it. So I'm like sitting there, and like because of my injuries, I couldn't work for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, 
So I'm I'm trying to figure it out and like and uh I start hanging out at the eight ball in Ann Arbor, the blind pigs oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. down below. I start I start hanging out there and uh I start playing uh um you know, I'm I'm going down there, I play a bunch of, you know, hip hop on the jukebox and, and shit like that. And this dude comes up to me, he's like, Yo, what's up? He's like, Yo, I know it's the songs you're playing, that's dope. He's like, You into hip hop? Like, like, he's like, Do you happen do you rhyme? And I'm like I'm like, yeah, but I'm giving that shit up, man. I ain't doing that no more. He's like, well, let me hear a rhyme. I, mean, I, I, I bust a rhyme, then he busts a rhyme, and we go back and forth for a while. He's like, yo, man, that's dope, man. And he's like, would you would you want to rock on, on a song? Like, me and my, my crew is making an album right now. You want to rock on a song? I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I want to rock on a song. You know what I'm saying? And they, he, he ends up giving me a ride home. And on the ride home, he's like, yo, check out this new CD. And he plays Hip Hop is Dead by Nas. Yeah. Oh, man, okay. Just came out. Yep. So ironically, on um, I'm listening to hip hop instead when my my hip hop life comes back. Yep. Like, and I think that's like the, the same like feeling Nas was trying to kind of portray. That's exactly what it's trying. That's exactly like this is like this is like it ain't dead. This is like what like Death of Auto Tune era. Like this is yeah, a little bit before that. Yeah, just a little bit before that. And uh, um, it ends up the, so the dude I the dude I connected with that day was uh, Nicky P's brother. Okay, who who is an amazing uh, uh, artist lyricist. He's amazing lyricist, man. This dude, fucking. Let me tell you. All right, first time I record with Nicky P and her brother and our other homeboys. Uh, there, there are this group Seven Chakras. Uh, I go to the booth. I go to the studio with them. Uh, Squish, Nicky P's brother, is writing the, the rhyme on on the way there. We get to the studio. He spits that shit one take, money. <laughs> Love it. I'm like, then Nicky goes in, spits half a verse, like every other word. Then records again, spits every other word, the other half of a rhyme. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> what the I was like I'm a fraud what the fuck is this what what kind of like imposter syndrome kicking in oh bro she said every other word and then record hit record again and then hit every other word after that you know what I'm saying right yeah. I'm like I've never even heard of this mm-hmm. what the fuck is yep. imposter syndrome we're like crazy yep but they're like no we need you like you're dope and I'm like okay well fuck god damn so but uh, they actually uh, got me. I feel like I took us on a, a whole different journey, but no, you're good. Uh, what was the original question? Uh, just how, how you, how you guys met, Nikki how you Nikki linked up. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with Nikki P and stuff like that. That's exactly how we linked up and how we met. Okay. And uh, we we immediately went from like just meeting each other to all of a sudden recording an album together to now I have a that's a, that's the Seven Chakras right there. That's that's their squad. Yeah, a nice. whole a whole squad of of rappers from Brighton of all places. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because Brighton, Brighton is such Michigan. a racist ass city. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so and and nice. and uh, uh, and like uh, um, my own my own friends did, didn't show me no love like that. Mm-hmm. But these cats from out of nowhere were Sometimes just like, that's Yo. all it takes, man. You know, some yeah, supportive, like-minded, you know. That's all it yeah. took, man, you know. Community to be in. It's, that's, you know, you just reminded me of it when you were saying that she recorded, like, every other line and shit like that. That reminded bonkers. me. I, I just got sent this uh, clip of the far side 
when they were recording their video for the song Drop, yeah, where they recorded the them re- in rapping in reverse, <laughs> yeah. and then they like they actually tried to like act it out where they were making it in reverse and just nuts. like it's just like that's a different level of artistry. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? You're nuts. like, oh wow, this isn't just a one dimensional thing. There's yeah. so many layers to how you can be dope and do your shit differently than the rest of the people are doing. Absolutely, so, yeah, absolutely. That, that's pretty cool. I like that story. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, um, I guess this would be a good time to transition into a segment we do on our show. This kind of helps us get to know, um, you know, the person better because of taste in music. We call it something old, something new. Oh, man. Where we talk about um, some some more relatively new, or it, it doesn't have to be brand new, um, like, Time-wise, it could be new to you, something that you're just that you've been fucking with that's new to you, or a new album that just came out, and then uh, something uh, older as well. So, um, I guess you want to kick it off. I guess I can kick it off um, new. with something uh, something old. I guess something we'll old. kick it off first. Um, and actually, it's I, I changed it last well, minute. Is this a place we could take a small break. Yeah, absolutely. Small break. For yeah, sure. go for it. Yeah, right, right. absolutely. I got, I got, I got, I got, I'll uh, say that eleven percent is cut. cut yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> that 11, I I did not realize it was eleven <laughs> percent. You're good. That's perfect. That gives me time to pull this up. All right, so this is a good point in the show to uh, transition into a segment we do called something old, something new, where uh, each week we talk. Well, each time we record, we do an uh, an album that is you know older. That we've been listening to that uh, we uh, think deserves a little recognition and then something that just came out or is new to us. So um, I was going to do something different. I had a rock album picked out at first, but when I was scrolling through your Instagram, uh, I saw you rapping. It was uh, you were on stage freestyling over this beat and I was like, oh my God, I haven't listened to that album in a fucking minute. And that would be uh, taking it back to 2004 to uh, the Dilated People's uh, Neighborhood Watch album. Because you were rapping over uh, this way. I can't live my, I can't live my, I can't live my, I can't live my. And I was like, damn, and you were ripping it up over that beat too. I was like, okay, this is tight. Thank you. So, But yeah, if you're not familiar with Dilated Peoples, they are the group that consists of Evidence. Rakai and, you know, and DJ Babu. Babu. Um, they are, you know, they've remained sort of underground, but they're, you know, one of those groups that's respected, like you're an MC's MC, like Facts. all the, the true, uh, hip hop artists, like, you know, they all came up under these guys. They love these guys. Evidence is one of the uh, fucking coldest white boys of all time. <laughs> one, one of the <laughs> best performing groups oh, in, absolutely. in, in hip hop period. I saw them speaking of best performing groups. I saw them and uh, Jurassic five perform together Ooh. down here. It was phenomenal, Ooh. man. It was yeah. like the best live hip hop you could yeah, possibly yeah, yeah. see. So yeah, it was great. Um, shout out to them. That album. It's kind of crazy because Kanye, you know, totally surpassed these guys. In, yeah. You know, in every aspect, well, but like at that time when he was on that song, yeah. he was very much like, the, the lesser known artist think, of the yeah. <laughs> I think song. was it the college dropout Jess came out yeah, yeah, yeah. about that totally. time yeah. yep so it, it was he was he's wearing pink polos in the video yeah. yo that's something <laughs> that's, that's not talked about a lot is is as how Kanye worked with everybody yep 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 every tried his hardest to bring Chicago up yep tried his hardest to do like 
you know, like what I, I mean, whatever you feel about the band now, but like he totally. tried, he, he 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 tried to give everybody. He did that. He changed fashion like that because a lot of yeah. it was like the six X tall tees and stuff like yeah, that. He yeah, started going yeah, yeah. dressing more fitted and wearing polos That's and true. backpacks, yeah. you know, and started wearing you know a different uh, bringing the jerseys because different... everyone was wearing you know super yeah double XL. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the woo wear was like yeah. six sizes too big. Yeah, right? yeah so, it was yeah. like it was like three three X. Six long, yep. <laughs> it was like the jersey dresses uh, going on. Was, was like, that a, a walking out remix? Rocking like, out G yeah, sneakers. Like, yep. Audrey, Audrey was like, "Do your mama proud? Take the t- 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 t-shirt three thousand three sizes down." Yep, hundred <laughs> percent. But um, yeah. So that's what I had uh, for my something old this week. Eman, I'll kick it over to you. Man, my something old. Shout out to uh, my girl, man. She uh, got so we went to Roots picnic a couple weeks ago, and I saw like one of my bucket list artists like close a festival. I saw Usher live. Oh wow, amazing! And it made me want to talk about eight seven zero one and how dope of an album that was. Believe eight seven zero one came out. I want to say it was August of two thousand one, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason I actually found out a lot about that album. So I watched an interview with uh, Usher, Jermaine Dupree, and I think it was Michael uh, Michael uh, Cox. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Brian yeah. Michael Cox. Brian Michael Cox. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched an album about like just like the making of that album. Like it was actually supposed to be titled something else, and they were working on pretty much two different albums at the time, and they decided to go with eight seven zero one. 87, 1987 being the year Usher was in choir, like the first time he sung, and then 2001 when the actual album came out. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that at the time. Yeah. But like he was talking about, one, one of the most interesting things is he was actually fighting with uh, L.A. Reid about the first single. Okay. Because he, and both songs all obviously went off to be major hits, but L.A. Reid wanted that first single to be uh, You Remind Me. Uh-huh. And Usher was like, there's no doubt in my mind it should be Let It, uh, what was it? Let It Burn. Let It Burn. Oh, yeah. 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 And he was like, yeah, like, this song is like a classic and things like that. And I, me personally, Let It Burn is a better song. L.A. Burn is LA Reed is known to be wrong in these situations many a time. Both so. songs are his, though. <laughs> both both but, songs are classics. So he was, t- but when I was listening to the Jermaine Dupri interview, he was talking about that specific song, like uh, Burn. And he was saying, uh, oh, no, not Let It Burn. What song was it? It was, uh, damn. It wasn't. You got it bad. That's oh, what it was. Okay. My bad. It was, you got it bad. I apologize, y'all. Burn was, I think, was on Confessions. Yeah. Okay. So, yep. yeah. Uh, yeah, you got it bad. That's that's the song he was fighting mm-hmm. about. But they were talking about, like, yeah, let, this is why it's my favorite Usher album, because everything on his album was real. <laughs> everything yeah. on his album actually right. happened. Like, his girlfriend was living in the studio <laughs> yeah. with us, like, as we were recording his album. And I remember, like, they were getting into a fight, like in between, like vocal takes and stuff like that. She kept blowing it up, and at the point where I just kicked both of them out and started mixing the song myself. No <laughs> doubt, no doubt. But he was talking about uh, just like that particular song, and just like he went in. It was like the most emotional song I should probably had, just mm-hmm. because, like, yeah, I'm I everything in this song that I'm talking about actually happened. And Jermaine Dupri, I think, wrote it was actually wrote the lyrics and stuff like that uh-huh. for it. Yeah. But he was saying, uh, yeah, I pretty much just like kind of shadowed, like was a fly on the wall in Usher's life for that mm-hmm. moment and just kind of just wrote down what was going on. That's tight. <laughs> Dude, Usher is like the first R&B music that in a sense I feel like I could have called my own. 
in a way because like at that time you know late mid to late 90s is when usher first started bubbling up my only you know knowledge of r&b at that point would be the shit that i would hear my mom and dad playing you know whitney houston tony braxton my dad was listening to a lot of stevie wonder shit like that but then like usher came along and it was like you know young youthful new r&b music that i got like that I was into, man. Yeah. I was buying the CDs and shit. I, I think I even bought the single to my way. <laughs> I had the single. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. I don't know why they were even selling singles at the time. It was just I don't know why I didn't just buy like albums. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the one thing that was kind of cool too about it, he was saying uh, with U Turn, he was like they were they were actually trying to come up with a dance in the studio. Uh-huh. Like how like how can we make this sound good? So we were all doing like the dance moves for the U Turn, <laughs> trying to make it a song. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. But yeah, it was uh yes two thousand. It was July 9th, two thousand one in the UK, August seventh, two thousand one in the US. When okay. it came nice, out. yeah. That is a, a, a good one right there. Um, I know we put you on the spot, but I'm sure you've yeah. got every music fan has at least something in the in their head that they you know are inspired so, so by. The, to something old, to. something new. Yeah, something what, what, old. On so this the one. old yep. first. Yep. So the old first. Uh, let's see. Whatever. Whatever I've been listening to lately. Um, something old. Um. I've been listening to some uh, De La Soul Sticks is high. Yeah. yeah. Now that it's I'm all happy back. It's all streaming. It's all back. <laughs> now it's all back, man. And, uh, um, and yeah, just just one of the greatest hip-hop albums of all time. Rest man. in peace to Plug 2. Rest in peace to Plug 2. Uh, um, coincidentally, uh, De La Soul is the first hip-hop act that I ever saw live. Nice. At the Power Center in Ann Arbor. Michigan, which uh, you know, if you if if you're from Ann Arbor, Michigan, you're like, what? Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> the Power Center, like. But it was the first first show I saw. Uh, one of the best show they they have they put on one of the best shows in hip hop as yep. well, as well. Absolutely, uh, they're you know, in that. They're definitely in that group of uh, the, some of the best live MC yeah, you can yeah, possibly yeah. see. Um, yeah. yeah, that that. I actually gotta say I would have to thank Dave Chappelle for my entry into uh, Oh yeah, De La Soul because oh the tour bus, you know, like uh, yeah, the tour bus on Chappelle show. That was yeah. that was my first time ever seeing Dave. That shit was hard. Yeah. And I that went back and did hard. my homework. You know, so. that shit was hard. Man. I, dude, guys, Dave Chappelle came man, he put a lot of great hip hop artists. Kanye on was that on shit. that. Yeah. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Common, the, 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 uh, the second the second depth Detroit Electronic Music Festival before it became movement. Yeah, De La Soul. Uh, yeah, uh, rocked. And they killed. Was that when it was free? It was, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Method Man and Redman were there when it was free too. <laughs> no, uh, no, were they? Yeah, that must have been three. I've, mm-hmm. I made the first two. Okay, the, fir- the first one I went was crazy. It was Roots, uh, Most Def, uh, Erica Badu. Uh, like it was nuts. I really yeah. wish they would still like. They booked some hip hop, but I feel like movement has gotten yeah, they, they got away from the hip hop department. I mean, that's why it's electronic music. Yeah, I, know. I, 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 get, I get it, it. but they yeah, used but, to have a little it's bit like, of both. It's like it's like all, it's like almost all electronic music has yeah. roots in hip hop. Like, yep, for sure. And, I mean, and yeah. you know, Detroit has such a kinship with the hip hop and techno scene together. You know what I Come mean? On. So. I mean, there's like, they, yeah, they do a few. Like, I know last year when we went, they had like two chains. I mean, they there. had Cash Doll and Three Six Mafia this year, but you know, it wasn't like, um, you know, that was the. I think was that it? I think that was it. I think that was the only two hip hop artists this year. No, there was another. I feel like there was another rapper. There might. Well, Sheefy had a Sheefy McFly he was had DJ. a set, he but was he was D- just probably DJ DJing, set. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, that's a shame. That's a shame. Yeah, I agree. 
But and that that's my biggest gripe with a lot of the well, there obviously now is like your um what's the big hip hop festival everyone goes to? Rolling Louds and you know like the ones I feel that like are that's marketed a young boy to, festival. It is totally, though. but that's, and you got your roots picnics like you went to yeah. that are marketed to hip hop. But I feel like some of the Bonnaroo's, the Electric Forests. They don't do a great. Well, Bonnaroo does a pretty good job. Yeah, Bonnaroo has a decent amount of. But Electric Forest, that's my any, always my biggest gripe. This with year, them. I'm going to Electric Forest this year. There's not one rapper on this Electric Forest bill. Oh, it's dude, yeah. yeah. This is the first yeah. year where I was like, eh, I don't really, I don't know, man. I didn't really know. It's about all. This shit. I mean, there's a couple of people I'm excited to see. Like Austin, it'll Mills definitely be a super amazing. dope DJ. I love both. We've seen 070 Shake live. Oh like, yeah, and yeah. String Cheese on a Saturday night is fucking phenomenal. I just got hip to them because of this. All right, but anyway. Yep. De La Soul. De La Soul. De La right. Soul. And then moving on into something new, um, I, I was going to, you know, I'm going to shift my rock focus to the next episode since we've kept it so heavily in the hip hop vein. And there was two hip hop albums that came out this past Friday that Ooh. I really thoroughly enjoyed. Killer Mike. One is Killer Mike. Killer 100% Mike Killer nuts. Mike's album. Yeah. Uh, what is the album called? I don't even you know what it's called. Michael. 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 Okay, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. That shit's phenomenal. He gave us another fucking Andre 3000 verse. Come which, you on, know, man. We only get one of those every couple of years. Every two, three years, you get a random feature yeah. out of Andre. So, uh, which he also said there's a, another song that they did that didn't make the album. That's but crazy. it's Andre rapping for seven straight minutes. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> just so put it out. He put it as a Lucy. Just that put that it might out. come out on the deluxe. You never know. He might turn that into, <laughs> he might, he might turn that into a whole team up EP. Like, but um, I get... Verse, like, <laughs> I, I get what he was doing here though I understand now You know a lot of people At first were like Why is he not making Another Run the Jewels project Why isn't he going With another album With LP But you know he's This is his Autobiography yeah, You know what I mean yeah. This is that album for him Where he's telling his story The way he wants to tell it I think it's so Perfectly crafted In the way that they Kept the You know The gospel choir Throughout the whole album You go You got them like On the transitions In between songs Yeah In between verses um, I thought that was really cool It's very soulful It definitely feels Very Atlanta Yeah um, And you know And he did put LP on a song So there is a, a, Over a no ID yeah. beat too. And I wonder yeah, LP like, it. Did LP oh, have some production On this album too I, would I don't think so I don't no, think he no, produced no. Anything oh, no? on this okay. I don't think he produced just, Anything They're just homies that. At this point But um, yeah So shout out to Killer Mike He Knocked it out of the park with yeah. this album. Dude, it was so good. Like I love like how Dave Chappelle kind of intro to run. That yeah, was cool. that was and cool that, like, too. The change and Young Thug on there. Obviously, Motherless kind of a little bit differently for me. But yeah, I thought about a, you immediately. Yeah, that was a that, that song is a lot, man. So um, I'm, I'm having a hard time with like Killer Mike's uh, vote for Young Thug. Oh yeah, like, I, I, I mean, I mean, did, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not into Young Thug either. I'm, I'm having, a, it's not even, it's not even uh, style, it's not even like commercial, like like Young Thug, like admitted to a murder that he's implicated in. Oh yeah, and now he's going to jail because of it. Yeah, wait, did that happen? Well, yeah. I mean, no, he's he's still he in trial, but okay, yeah. yeah, he's looking at ten years. I know yeah. he admitted it. I no, I think I, I, last I heard, he's looking at ten years. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> Well, I mean, his lawyer's not helping him out, so. No, not so much. I was saying that it's just not true. It's, it's, it's Cap, to be honest. <laughs> that is it's literally cap. from it's Cap. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I, you know, um, yeah, I'm just having a hard time with, with uh, Mike Capen for it. I, I get it, but at the same time, that song had been recorded and everything prior to the arrest. That could be some Because, I, I mean, even the song was changed. 
like like he changed it to because uh, it used to be run nigga run and he changed it to run better run. Like, oh okay. yeah, 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 you're right, right, yeah, you're right. He did do yeah. that, but you know, right. sometimes there's sometimes they like. So I don't technically I've never been that interested in Young Thug. I've never been that interested in Future um, artists like that. But for some reason, I thought. The, this was the first time in a while where I was like, I really enjoyed Future's part of Makes the sense. song with uh, Andre 3000. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Per- yeah. Sonically sounds great. Perfectly Absolutely. in the middle to give you a break yeah. between alien rappers, too. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You know, like- so, Young Thug <laughs> grew on me the past few years. I mean, I mind you, like, I'm taking all the the trial shit aside. I'm just going strictly off music. I was so against his music. Like, I never liked that lifestyle song and I didn't really listen to anything after that. Yeah. It was around, like, I did love, uh, the what was the last album he put out? It was the one with Mac, that had that, like, Mac Miller. Like, oh, I'm not oh, sure the name of it. Punk, I, I think it was. Okay. Album. That album was cool and I think I listened to, like, the Jeffrey, like, EP or whatever it was. Word, word. There's songs that he got that he's saying some crazy shit to me, yeah, like, that like, you, that you won't catch and it's just, like, the things he does with his voice yeah. Not a lot of artists can do. So stylistically, so the appeal. Stylistically, yeah. I have no problem with it. Uh, like, it's hard for me as a listener and and from my perspective. So like, substance wise, like I came up, like I I was like, Chuck D, Karras, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, like rock him, like. I mean, I, I was that they were just a little bit before my time, but yeah, still like right. mm-hmm. influenced me enough to go back and check all their yep. shit. Uh, and then, and then like you know, De La Tribe, like mm-hmm. so like there was substance and abundance, like yes. And like for me, like like I don't know, this Demon Time shit and all this shit. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm I'm not I'm a nerd like, either, man. I, I agree with you. I get it though. At the same time, I get, I get I it too. Yeah, yeah, but I get, I get it. it. Well, well, at the same time too, when I was coming up, uh, Isham was huge. Yeah. In, uh, oh yeah, horrorcore. Yeah, Isham was huge, and like, yeah. and like at first I was like, I was looking at my friends like, what, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and those <laughs> and those early, the yeah. early yeah. six mafia records, but the early the, bone yeah, thugs records, they were all real the dark grave dark diggers, like, like, and, like and, yeah. and honestly, all they're all children of Isham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They really are. Yeah, they are. They really yeah, are. ICP, especially especially like bone and them. Like mm-hmm. Ishan's biggest in Ohio. I guarantee if nobody, I don't think anybody's ever asked him. I guarantee if you ask Bone. Yeah, I bet. Yo, oh, who's your influence? Sure. Who, who's one of your early who's influences? Uh, they will be like Ishan. Yeah, my man sure. that was on Tech Nine's label. Uh, straight. Brother Lynch Hung. Brother Lynch Hung. Yeah, another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Stepping up nuts and guts. <laughs> the coat hanger the strangler. Yeah. Look to the brain. And even the early yeah. Tech Nine shit, too. Early, I mean, well, shit. yeah. Yo, you know what's crazy, too? If you listen to old uh, Ghetto Boys. Yep. Oh, and God. Dude, yeah, like, super dark. Yeah. So, yeah. so, super dark, super like that. Okay. And you go to Ghetto Boys and you look in the liner notes. Uh, uh, the uh, um, uh, the uh, producer is Jay Smith. Uh-huh. Jay Smith, Ishan's brother. Oh, oh shit! For real? <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't know that. That's a pretty interesting. Crazy. Fact so when you go back and you listen to old uh, fucking uh, Ghetto Boys, and yeah. they're like they're like eating up arms and legs, and like they're talking about shit. like cannibalism. They put, they put a picture of fucking you know uh, Bushwick Bill oh, with, with his fucking, fucking face blown, blown out as the like, album yeah, cover yeah, for yeah. Christ's sake. And fucking uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know if y'all ever heard of Gangsta Nip. Uh uh-uh. Oh yeah, actually, you know what? I heard of Gangsta Nip because of Danny Brown. Yeah, I don't know yeah, yeah, Gangsta Nip. Yeah. Gangsta Nip. Horror so too. What people yeah. don't okay. understand is that yeah. there's there's the 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 uh, Houston to Detroit 
horrorcore yeah. whole yep. thing. Like like Eshaan and Jane Smith, mm-hmm. their their brother like like Eshaan's brother produced all those. And there's act. definitely Even. time and place for everything. Like sometimes I like some reckless wild shit. Yeah, you gotta have but for the most time. You, you just gotta feed your diet correctly. You can't always exactly. be having you know, that shit. You know exactly. what I mean? I know we mention them a lot in the podcast, but this is a very relevant discussion. But you and we were talking about the Blog Era podcast. Oh no, no, not Blog Era podcast. He was a part of that, but the Rap Caviar episode. And they were talking about Tyler, their creator. Mm-hmm. Like, and he was complaining, like, why I never got radio play when I came out and stuff like that. Because you're eating roaches and fucking hanging yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. That's a whole other uh, spectrum, though, because yeah. I remember when he came out, I was like, oh, we need this. When he came out, I, I didn't feel, like, revolted. I was like, we need this. Do you remember uh, that Because sk- everything was so clean. Do you remember that like, skit on was, uh, um, the Eminem album where he's like, I can't sell this shit. He's like, Dre, Dre's rapping around blunts, bitches, and big screen TVs. You're rapping about homosexuals and Viking it. I can't sell this shit. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's funny. But, um, yeah, so that was the one that I wanted to talk about, which I'm glad we all kind of heard it and were able to talk about it together. Um, and then the second one, Man, this one really blew me away because I didn't have the highest expectations because I didn't really know what to expect. And that's um, so if you're familiar with the producer Hip Boy and also oh, MC, yeah. who's done all of the last three Nas albums, four Nas albums, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, apparently, his dad was a rapper in the 90s on the West Coast, but was spent mo- the majority of his life locked up. So, you know, he never really saw any real success from yeah. his bars, but he just got released. Came home with a laundry bag of raps. Yeah, man. And him and so Hitboy put this album now. out together. It's him and Big that, Hit. Because I saw that. a video and I was like, I was like, I kind of get it, but I don't. Yeah. And that makes so much sense now. Yep. That makes so much fucking sense. <laughs> so Holy he's produced shit. this album that it's him and his dad splitting the bars on. And his dad has some great fucking raps on this album. Like way higher ex- than I expected it to be. Um, there's great features on you. Got Dom Kennedy's on it. Big Sean's on it. You know, they got, uh, it's the surfer drown part two is which, you know, uh, he just put out like, what was it? Two years ago that he did the first surfer drown. It was just hit boys album though. You know, he had his featured artists and shit, right, right, right. whatever, but I was really impressed and I've only listened to it once so far. Um, and if I could make a one critique, I'm not super into the songs where they're talking about sex together <laughs> right 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 father son dynamic of both talking about sex uh, banging bitches in really it's vulgar weird. ways it's a little strange a little weird a little weird i get that but, uh, <laughs> but man i was really impressed by the um the cleverness of his dad's bars and like and his just ability to rap uh, just in in general so i definitely want to run that the monte carlo song that they just put out a video for featuring dom kennedy that's a great record that's word, just a word, great word. song um it's got that old school um, I love that Hit Boy knows to cater to the artists that he's working with. Yeah, yeah. And he put a lot of the old school um, West Coast sounding like yeah, production yeah. into it, you know, and not too much to where it would sound completely dated, but like enough to tease it where you like kind of enjoy that nostalgia Still a little bit to it. Yeah. Yep. So I, I really enjoyed both of those projects. Um, so that's what I had for something new. Um, E-Man, was there any other ones you wanted to add to the bunch? I got two, man. So, let me see. Did we? I don't know. Did we talk about this one? I don't think so. One I know we got one I know we got one to talk about for sure. Yeah. And, but that, this one I don't think we talked about. Was it March? Did we do something since March? Yeah, we did. 
Yeah, we've done okay. one since March, I think. All right, well, I'll talk about the one I know we're both going to talk about. So, our girl put out an album. Oh, word. Oh, girl God damn, I can't believe I forgot to talk about I this. Know. <laughs> I, that's why I was going to do it for She's you. Like I'm my, my favorite like, artist. I went like my, four, like, my, my fourth run on it. Yep. But I'm talking about Janelle Monae's The Age of Pleasure album. Yeah. Oh, word. Yeah. Word. Dude, it was... <laughs> like She's the so actual struck, like just thinking about Janelle Monae when she first came out, she was just rocking all black and white. Like, mm-hmm. remember like watching the tightrope video for the first time, stuff yeah. like that, to where she is like now and like her music and like what she's doing. I'm like, first of all, I love it. Me Second too. of all, like yep. sonically, it just sounds so dope. Like the actual production of this album, yep. it's a lot of like experimental like elements that like make it like stand out, make it pop. I said it felt like there was the energy of Bob Marley, Fela Kute, uh, David Bowie, and wow. Prince in the studio. She got like a little. It's, it's got it's like, like a, it's, it's got like a little bit of like New Orleans, like reggae Afrobeat throughout. Okay, I got. It's got like a reggae Afrobeat theme throughout the beautiful, whole thing. Beautiful. It's yeah. a quick you thirty-two got, minutes. Of it's like a nice run. All of it's blended together yeah. to sound like one nice big piece. You yeah. know Dochi I mean? like, smokes another feature, whoo, by the way. Yeah. That shit sounded she, like that. That was like the female version of Outcast on that record, bro. That wow. phenomenal record with Herman Dochi. Yeah. It kind of gave me uh, Spodiote Dopalicious vibes. Wow. Um, so that shit was sweet. Um, I and I appreciated this song. shorter version of hers, too, because, you know, her first album, The Arc Android, is very, like, complex and, like, multi-layered very long just that name know. this is more of a fun yeah. project like you could it tell is. like she actually like it was like all right i'm kind of going in i'm kind of open like i don't i have like a strict like concept like arc android yeah. or like a uh what was the other what was the one after that the electric lady the, yeah uh dirty computer dirty computers after that one yeah okay like those were like more like strict like concepts like you yeah. keep it to like a format this kind of had like these elements where it's just more like free. I would say well, I'm having like, a party yeah. and my voice is what the party is being yeah. Uh, yeah. danced to. You know, what but I mean? like That's water exactly slide. Water slide is probably my favorite song on the album yep. itself. I do love. I mean, lipstick lover was one of the singles. That one's still. What's great. the second one with Sean Cootie? Sean Cootie. Champagne song. shit. Uh, oh. No, it's oh the uh, first one, float. No, no, not float. There's another one on there with it. I forget the uh, know that I think or uh, uh, no better, no better. That fucking record is crazy. Uh, Sean Cooty did his thing on this project. Um, yeah, Janelle's the shit. She's, Absolutely. I bought t- so I've been like obsessed with her since 2010 when that Arc Android came out, and her tour's not coming to Detroit, so I bought tickets to see her in Chicago. So I'm going to go to Chicago to see her. That's what's up. <laughs> so I'm excited about That's that. Yeah. Great one. I can't believe I forgot the Phenom- fucking... Phenomenal actress, too. Do we... Yeah. And then Straight if up. I didn't talk about it, I know I mentioned the Valid Stretch Money album. I didn't get go into detail Yo. on it. That album mm-hmm. is absolutely fucking bananas. Yep. It's so like, dope. It's yeah, so dope. It has like this... And I got to meet Valid uh, at the Bazaar show. Yeah. Oh, nice. Shout out to him. Man, that album is incredible. Like, it's just one kind of format. I love how they throw, like, the Bad Boys Pistons clips in there between Dude, the, like, so skits good. and yeah. stuff like that, it's too. So and the, all the 80s themes. And the, That's and what the, I, the production uh, style is. is very, yeah, 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 man. Uh, yeah, it's nuts. So, so uh, I, I, I kind of came up with Valor a little bit in um, the Detroit Open Mic. Okay. okay. That's, that so, sense. like, I've right. seen him. He took off, too. His hustle unmatched. Mm-hmm. Their rollout unmatched. for this album was nuts. Like yo, the, the put the packages so, together, stuff so, like that. Yeah. Can I tell you, yo, I'm not trying to take anything away from you, Valid. You fucking did everything. Y'all killed it. Y'all did everything. But I, 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 I'm gonna take a little smidge of credit in that. Okay. Because I, I knew some punk rock cats in Ann Arbor, 
and they did, they would do this thing. It was a pizza box, and they would do the pizza box, put a stencil on the pizza box, and then they give you in the pizza box would be like T-shirt, uh, uh, vinyl, tape, and like a couple of and stickers and shit like that, like fifty dollars. The box. Oh, that's cool. Okay. And right. I, I I told I told Valid about I told a lot of people about that yeah. how how hot of an idea with that was, and I don't know if he remembered it or if it was subconscious or he reinvented it himself. But I remember talking to him about that. I think that motherfucker took, he added his own was sauce a, to it. Was the cat who was the cat who finally like listened to my idea and added their own sauce to it? Well, it wasn't my idea. It was these punk rock cats' ideas. But yeah, that is smart. I like they that. killed it though. Yeah. They killed it with that shit. Yeah. And I, I'm not trying to take any credit, but I do. I remember having a conversation. With <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, and then I do. There's a single that came out just real quick. Uh, Maxwell Cream and BFB to Pac-Man put out this dope single. Yeah. Fat Black Twins. Yep. Maxwell's great. Maxwell's yeah, probably one of my, my favorite, favorite gangbanger rappers for sure. <laughs> Maxwell's probably in my top three of like the new school. Like, yep. I would say. Yep. For I, sure. I love Maxwell for Mac- sure. Yeah. And then BFB He's to really Pac-Man. funny too. He was funny on Danny's podcast and shit. So BFB to Pac-Man. If you're not familiar, is from Flint. So yeah, or yeah. he's from no, not Flint. He's from Pontiac. Yeah, but yeah, super dope. But yeah, any new music you bump up? New music, not really. Well, we, we but go ahead. Uh, uh, something I, I got to. Uh, so long story short, I got I got I got a, a really bad injury two years ago, and uh, was was pretty much bedridden for like seven months, and like didn't know if I was gonna make it type shit, and like uh, what's it called uh. I got in this dude, uh, Cambada. I don't know if you guys ever heard of him. No. Uh, C-A-M-B-A-T-T-A. Okay. And, like, you want to talk about, like, mindfuck lyricism and, okay. like, and, like triple, Ooh, quadru- album covers quadruple, on, <laughs> triple quadruple entendres and shit like that. You want to get into, like, like next level lyricism? Yeah. Woo, like, crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Cra- like, when you're, when you're like, man, I, like, oh, man, hip-hop used to elevate all the time. It did. Yeah, it, it kept going. We yep. ju- we just it just didn't stay in the limelight. You know, mm-hmm. like agreed. So like, yeah, Cam Bada is, is this dude right here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I'm uh, uh like uh um yeah I was been addicted to the dude for like two years. He's got like fucking like six seven albums or something like that. Maybe Damn. more. Maybe more. Well, I'm gonna have to do my homework and go back and listen. Yeah, to some dude, of this. dude, that's crazy. That's funny that you talk about that though. How like you know it doesn't you don't see it in the limelight as much. They were. Me and him just finished this podcast, which I highly recommend, called The Blog Era, yeah, where yeah. they talk about all, like, you know, how the online forums became, like, the new gatekeepers, and it was kind yeah. of giving these rappers the that were music cartel and getting all that, the yeah. shine, a different shine, these ones that were, you know, rapping yeah, different, yeah. looking different, but they were interviewing Crooked Eye, and, uh, and, yeah. and he was talking about how the labels wanted him to repeat certain words over 40 to 50 times nuts. because Crazy. songs that were yes. dumbed down that had more repetition uh-huh. charted higher yeah, and yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that. And Dude, it's, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy. Stupid. It's stupid. It is. It is. It is. It's stupid. Lupe had that song, Dumb It Down. It's yep, so straight up. But, well, uh, that whole album, that whole Lasers album that he came out with, mm-hmm. he didn't. He never wanted that. He didn't want that shit to see the light of day. It's, just like, it was, it's a album full of mostly shit he didn't want to do yeah, yeah. And, and that's my that least favorite Lupe album right? too yeah. <laughs> I, the there's one. songs on there I love, like I love words I never said no that's great yeah, shit on and, and now Lupe is fucking it's you know like, he's still dropping high not level what he wanted to make and he's still great. to this day dropping amazing albums he's teaching hip hop classes at Harvard yeah yeah yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. You know. yeah he's doing fine <laughs> yeah. so, so that shit's sweet 
Um, but before we get out of here tonight, I wanted to quickly, because we've already, we're running pretty long, but I wanted to touch on it because we like talking concerts and shit. I just wanted to see, you know, touch on summer concerts that you guys yeah. have been to or are going to soon. Um, the three recently that I saw that I'll just rifle off quick. I'm not going to talk about them too much is I was able to see uh, Pete Rock in the far side over at the Russell Industrial yeah. Center. Man, I wanted to be there. That was a great show. It was a great show. Yeah. Far side. They but killed, a far side. There was, was some was troubles show. during Pete Rock's yeah. set because they were having troubles with his laptop and uh, pulling up his catalog. So, so actually shot got a, a little flow. Yeah, shot a roast bit. Actually. Yeah, roast bit. Uh, let him use uh, his laptop yeah. and shit. So that was tight. Um, but far side fucking performed their asses off. They still sound as Good as they did in the fucking nineties, so, like far side with an F. Yep. No. Oh, no, with a P. No. P H. Oh, so yeah, 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 yeah like can't yeah. keep what? running away. Oh, was there. Oh, yeah. there. Yeah. oh my god. Oh, yeah. Yep, they were all there. Um, so that was fun. Um, and then a little bit after that, I went and saw for the Grand Prix. Big Boy from Outcast did a free concert at Hart Plaza. What? That was fucking crazy. He was with what? Sleepy Brown. Terribly promoted. But <laughs> it yeah. was terribly promoted. <laughs> I know, dude. I I found out. He told me he like read it online two hours before the fucking thing was uh, taking place. And he called me. He was on his way to Ruth Fitness. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I got to get my ass down there. So I went down. He rifled off all the classics. It was fucking great. Phenomenal time. And then most recently I saw, like I mentioned earlier, uh, Absol at the shelter, uh, St. Andrew's Hall. So that was pretty sweet. I didn't hear about that one either. Man. Absol, it was, it was yeah, awesome. I heard it was great. Slipping. I was, I was promotion is terrible these days, yeah. though. Like it's, it. I feel like unless you're constantly on Instagram, you're gonna miss yeah. a lot of shit. Yo, the, remind me of that. If you want some good promotion, hook up with the Dojo Promotion Crew, man. We will fucking put your shit out there. Yeah. We will turn your Any shit of you out promoters want to be quick. promoters? Yeah. Yo, 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 yo. If you need some promotion, hook up with the squad, man. We're about it. Yeah. We're about it. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, Dojo Open Mic on, on Instagram. We will promote this, you know. We'll, we'll work something out. Talk to us. Absolutely. Because hey. I want to come out to some of these uh, Dojo events as well. Yeah, yeah. Here, I'll, I'll give him a little free promotion out right now. Uh, Mr. Gasms himself is coming to uh, the Fox Theater coming up. I, I thought think. this was America. Oh, wait, <laughs> no, no, this drive. was America. I'm sorry. I thought this was America. Sorry, they were on drop. Gasm, gasm. Smokey, August 5th, Fox Theater. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm pretty excited because this summer I've also got tickets to see. Alicia Keys with my mom for her birthday oh. at LCA. I'm excited to take her to that one. Honorable. Uh, I got tickets to see Buster Rhymes and 50 Cent for the 20th anniversary of Get Rich or Die Trying coming up. I'm excited about it, that. Um, this is his last tour, too. Yep. Oh, 50s? And yeah. then I got the yeah. Janelle Monet tickets, and I got Queens of the Stone Age tickets, one of my favorite Holy rock shit. bands. So. Holy shit. That's my summer concert. Uh, E-Man, I would like to know how was Roots Picnic. You Roots told us about Picnic Usher. Roots Picnic was nuts, Incredible. man. So I opened, I opened up, I got there, I uh, saw a Little Brother. That was, like, that was the very first act I saw up there, oh which God. was amazing. I deserve a clap. Yep. God damn. Big Poo and uh, Fonte yeah. still, still sounding good, Ninth still wonder. killing it. Ninth. Man. Uh, I ended up seeing, I saw Ari Lennox, which oh, was cool. I love Ari. Ari Lennox, that was nice. Uh, she saw he's. I saw Glorilla too. Booty shaking everywhere, so, baby. <laughs> here's the thing about that. I saw Never Glorilla. Seen more asses shaking I, saw, in the I actually sent him a clip in of the Glorilla life. show. Uh, 
That was cool. I I did miss the Isley Brothers, but it's not that huge of a deal because I seen the Isleys a couple years ago, yeah. and I'm like, I'm fine with, with that. Glow, so, right? Glow was with you. Yeah, right? I was yep. with my so I was with my grandma. That's an awesome memory. Glow, but yeah, awesome so I like I don't want to take that one. Uh, man, yeah, uh, Lauren Hill, I got to see, which. We left a little bit early, so I didn't get to see her with the food cheese, unfortunately. That's so but, crazy. I'm so, so But Lauren Hill still sounded great. She yeah. still looked great. She's still out there killing it. Yeah. Uh, man. State but property, I just see Buster. Right? State property reunion. <laughs> State property reunion was nuts. Uh, everybody sounded good. I mean, you know, like, I know. Uh, um, freeway? Fr- not Freeway, no. Uh, Benny Siegel. Yeah, I know. Benny Siegel, I know he had like some medical things He's going on, right? He's got something like, happened with his throat, throat or something. Where, yeah, it definitely yeah. hinders his voice. It definitely, like, they, I feel like whoever was, like, running the sound probably should turn his mic up a little bit. Yeah. Everybody else still sounded great. I do love the fact that, like, damn near all of Philly came out at the end of it. Like, I saw, like, all of the roots. I saw. I saw Tierra Wack on stage. Nah, that's saw, super like, tight. Yeah, like, it was like I know you love her for a minute. <laughs> still, still love Tierra Wack. I still need an album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We do need a fucking Tierra um, Wack album. Yeah, man. It was so many different people. Sid, you saw Sid, right? Sid was amazing. How was she without Sid, the internet? Was there a She did some internet them? songs. She did some internet she songs? She did some internet songs. She did Girl and a couple other songs. I actually, got, I actually tried to like blow some... Uh, some stuff off my camera to record this episode. I'm like, all right, I got to save this in clip. Yeah. Stuff like that. But that was amazing, man. What uh, was her but, setup like? Did she have like a band with her or was it just like her and a DJ? Her and a DJ. Set? Her and a DJ. Yeah, her and a cool. DJ. It was very intimate. I mean, she was like the, it was still like a big stage, but she wasn't on like the biggest stage, which was cool. Yeah. Uh, Got to see, in a complete other dynamic, I got to see the City Girls, too. No, nice. <laughs> That was probably some more booty shaking. <laughs> uh, Act yeah, up. That shit yeah, goes crazy. JC, Young Miami. They sound cool. Like, it was, that was, it was an interesting time. Uh, yeah, man. It was, a, it was a really interesting venue. It was a really interesting. And it was like, I forgot the name of the band. And I know I'm a... Oh, my God. It was like this big band. It was like 20-piece, like... Oh, or, like not, oh, not orchestra, but twenty piece like big band that was there too. Damn, I wonder who I that was. I forgot who it was. It wasn't was like Preservation Park. All Jazz Band or anything, was it? Like that from New Orleans. I almost want to look it up. Wasn't like Ozzy. No, they were. Ozzy I think Ozzy they're Motley from Philly. Whoever they were from, wherever they were at. You're a little festival going motherfucker this summer because yeah, he's, he's about to take off to go to Electric Forest next week too. So, so this is like the summer. This is probably my last summer of like my childhood. I would say. <laughs> like I, uh, yeah, I'm doing a bunch. I'm going to Electric Forest. At t- so I missed Lucky Day, but I did Damn. get to, but I did get to see a little bit of Division, which was cool. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah. I like Division too. Uh, oh yeah, Eve. How did I miss? Yeah, Eve, Buster Rhymes, oh, uh, Black Thought. They, I probably oh, missed that. Shit. Definitely saw that. Yo. That shit was great too. <laughs> I saw Eve when she was in town for the movie Whip It. She was, oh, she I was in Ann Arbor. Yeah, or she was all over Detroit and Arbor. And uh, and I saw her, she came into the uh, Blind Pig. And I didn't, I didn't recognize her because I just took her ID and I looked at it and just said Eve. <laughs> and I was like, double take. I looked at her. I was like, what are you doing here? Yeah. She's like, she's like oh, I got a boyfriend at Ipsy. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was, it was, it was, That's it was, so random. It was, it was, it was Cap. It was Cap. They're, shoot, they're shooting the movie. Uh, but, uh, but like Eve, I saw her on TV and stuff like that. You know, I thought she was fly, you know, but I, you know, whatever, you know, in person it was she was like the most gorgeous. Oh, <laughs> like, like, she still like, stop doing right your fucking tracks. Like, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, and she still looks incredible, too. Yeah. Less. But like, I'm going to tell you right now, in person, <laughs> blows away anything you've seen on TV. 
And no contest. I saw Uzi there too, which I'm gonna be honest with you, because I've seen clips of Uzi Vert live, and I was expecting way more energy than I got. Oh, he didn't give yeah, he's, he's, I feel like he's one of those new rappers no, that kind of just but, phones that shit in. No, like, I think he phoned it in because I saw like he was with uh, Paramore the day before, and I was like, all right. Yeah, but he just came out and did like one no, song. With give, him or some give, shit. Man, you give it every time, man. You give That's it every time. But I'm and it, he's from Philly too, so yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it was I mean it was cool, but you know I was expecting a little bit more. But yeah, Roots Picnic was great, and then I'm going to Electric Forest in a couple of days too. This is my first. You'll camping, have a great time. My That's first amazing. camping festival. I'm looking forward to seeing 070 Shake in a festival setting. We saw she was our our last concert. We saw before Elk COVID shut down at Elk nice, Club. Nice, it was nice. amazing. I love the uh, Austin awesome. Mill, super yeah. dope DJ. Uh, I saw a lot of people in there. Actually, Elk Club was one of the inspirations for the dojo. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, you good. It's it's just like a really well put together place. I love that. Yeah. That's like my, well, I think that's probably my favorite venue in the city. Honestly, I remember going out there and I, I, it was like everything. I mean, there was art. There was like there was like there was like uh, MCs in this room. There was like b boys in this room. There was like live artists outside. And like I was like, this is crazy, man. I was like, this is like L Club is a whole bizarre. Yeah, so it's the whole that, outdoor, their area outdoor, crazy. like their actual outdoor like patio thing. Yeah, is yeah. Super dope. Oh, super yeah. dope, super mm-hmm. dope. But yeah. uh just for my EDM friends, like I got like a whole separate crew that just oh, that's all they do. Like Odessa, I want people. Yeah, like, one they're of sweet live. I've out. seen them there live. They do some dope. live drumming and shit too. Um, my only piece of it, my biggest piece of advice is do not. String Cheese Incident is a jam band that like basically it's their. It's kind of like their festival. They play four night. They yeah. play three of the four nights there, and they do like two shows a night. Do not miss String Cheese on Saturday night. It is a fucking spectacle. They got. I mean, it is like sensory overload they incorporate the crowd like it's i it's hard to put into words like what goes down on saturday night at string cheese concerts but go to see that shit it's so i'm fun. going to because oh i'm doing a separate uh, i'm doing a separate like episode from this one just on like my forest experience i'm gonna document it mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and i'm gonna have him guide me through like what to expect and then i'm gonna actually record while i'm there and then i'm gonna do like an after thing too that's what's up so and yep. i'll kind of get some testimonials but yeah we'll, we'll do that after this is all done but, but anyways <laughs> yeah. to wrap this puppy up any any shows i know you got some shows you got oh, coming oh up I'm, too, just gonna, you know? I'm just gonna uh uh show show out to my, the shows i got coming up because uh, I don't, Definitely. I don't really got time for like a, a lot of others. Just, That's what I was gonna ask you was to promote yeah. the ones you got coming. So, so <laughs> we we got a, uh, um, we got this Wednesday two days from now, uh, Ziggy's and Ipsilani. Uh, shout out to Dave. Shout out to Ziggy. Is Dave still over there? Dave, man, yeah, he's the man. No, Dave had to sell it. Uh, he he, uh, Dave had some uh, health issues. Oh, that, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave is the man, dude. Because that dude, he was a he was a uh, he was a Billboard writer. Oh shit! Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, not a lot of people. I, I don't know if I should have said that, but he was a well. He doesn't own the place anymore, anyways. Yeah. So he was a Billboard writer, and he was he just got so sick of the fucking industry. He was just like, I just want to make a place that's where it's all about the music. Yep. It's like fuck everything else. And he, he, he and he's so Dave. He's so genuinely himself. Bro, you know, he, 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 he'll, he gives so many people yeah. a look, an opportunity. So, you know, world travel. Dave like, is one of those people yeah. that actually really embraced me, like as an artist. Like one, and mm-hmm. like when I was first got to Ipsy, yeah, like when yeah, I moved yeah. from like Canton to Ipsy. And I remember playing this show, like, when I released Be Careful, Be Safe. And, like, it was a, doing a blizzard, man. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. it was like, we, we were like, okay, we're not getting anybody in this fucking crowd. It ended up being a huge yeah. turnout. 
And then he was like, yeah, you sold this place out. Or you packed this place out in a blizzard. You can do carte blanche. Here. Yeah. Going yeah. For and he's giving our they, friends the flight team they, with Dre Dav. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, when, when you like, know, they're friends Dave, of ours. Dave's yeah. relevance in the Ipsy Ann Arbor scene is just... I can't yeah. put into words, man. He, yeah, I, he's done I, a lot for a lot of it's people. It's kind of, I mean, it, in a way, it's kind of similar to what Maurice Malone did back in the day with the hip-hop shop that fucking all yeah. those right, guys right, used right, to right. I, I've said to that Ziggy's is the equivalent to the CBGB of Washtenaw County. Yeah, that's yeah, basically yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, you know, give it these... Thanks. Yeah, so they want to cut you off. I'm sorry no, about no, that, no. Yeah, I mean, we I, love Dave I, here. I, I, I got nothing but love for Dave, and I, like, I would run through a wall for that dude, man. Yeah. Like, straight up. Just, just, just alone his... Uh, the love that he has for it. Yeah. For it. Um, so Ziggy's, we got um, Luna Cypher, which is like an all, uh, just a celebration of women. It's also nice. on, on the summer solstice, so it's like, um, it's the first first day of summer. Did Danny Darling perform at that? She did it, uh, that was a couple of years ago. Okay, that, yeah. Or that was just before COVID. It sounded familiar when you said it. I'm yeah, like, so we've, yeah, we've yeah. done that. It's been okay. a series. But now we're doing it like the first annual, like we're going to do it and uh, biannually every 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 uh, every year we're going to do it the summer solstice and the winter solstice. Nice. And uh, this this year we got P Dot uh, from Detroit. We got uh, uh, homegirl Mina, who's like uh, R&B singer, got some hip hop fl- flavor. I know her. Yeah, yeah. yeah she, I've, she's I've definitely seen her perform Stole before. Bars. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, um, uh, my homegirl uh, um, uh, Dior. Uh, she she's a dope artist that's been coming through the dojo and like uh, killing it. Uh, the real divine divine Dior, and uh, we got Virgo, which is like 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 a like a surf rock band almost. Okay, like surf rock. Rock. Dope okay. I like that. Yeah, uh, a, a female led band there. I like that. So it's just like you know celebration of women and uh, the artistry. So you'll see me there, but I'll be taking a back seat. Nikki okay. P will be uh, hosting and doing all oh, the nice. things and and uh, um, so that's that's Wednesday night. Uh, 29th, we got Michael Phelps at the Blind Pig. Mike Phelps. Mike Phelps, yeah. man. Guy, all right. Mike Phelps. I did a show, God, must have, over over 10 years ago, or 10 years ago or something like that, in Ann Arbor with uh, Mike Phelps. It was, it was up in the cantina, which is this restaurant. These motherfuckers didn't even know we were going to rap. And I'm, I, I, I opened and I'm rapping and I'm, I'm yelling at people while they're eating and shit. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. It was on a, I think it was Hash Bash or something like that. Does he still have like the Guinness World Record for like longest cipher or something like that? I would, yeah, I, I don't know. That's crazy. For sure, but I wouldn't be surprised. I know he was a he was part there. of that. It, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Mike Phelps is super I, dope. I know Mr. Furious is there. He comes to the, the, uh, the dojo all the time. He, uh, I actually had Mike Phelps. I booked him on a show like 10 years ago at the Bullfrog. I want where, to say. where, where? Yeah, the, when the Bullfrog was up and running. Super, yo, yo. He had the live band and everything. Super dope. Real to his name, I don't know when that motherfucker breathes. Nah. He just keeps rapping Talented, and rapping and rapping man. and rapping. Anyway, anyway, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, you know, plus the open mic, first come, first serve. Uh, doors at 8 o'clock, all that goodness. Um, then, uh, uh, July, we get we we are uh, the dojo is happy to be part of the uh, Souls of Mischief show that's going down. Oh shit! At the Blind Pig. Well, that's on, dope. On July eighth. Okay. Yes. Oh, oh man. Uh, then then July twentieth, another uh, um, uh, another dojo open mic with uh, Cadence as he is and his uh, uh, new partner Nobody. They they are. Um, they're doing a, a joint. They're doing the headlining joint at the at the open mic. Then July twenty eighth, 
We're doing uh, uh, Rigo Bigo again. Okay. With uh, Mo Grease. Uh, Wait, is that, that that was Two Face Suave, right? Two Face Suave, yeah, that's my guy. Mo mm-hmm. Grease, two, two, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mo Grease, uh, um, uh, Hysteric, uh, the Dashley Kids, and uh, my man Johnny Lavelle, who is a prodigy man. He's opening up for us, but uh, so lots of good. And we're, we're rocking August, and we're rocking, we're rocking that. You know, we're 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 keeping it going. Okay. That's a beautiful thing, man. The more I feel like I, there's needs to be more people like you that are trying to get more and more hip hop shows booked and out there because we're trying to do it, there man. is a large market of fans that want to see some shit. You know, and, and <laughs> while you say that, I got to give a shout out to uh, uh, we got some sponsors, Winewood Organics. Nice, they look mm-hmm. out for us. Uh, uh, Mama Sherm's uh, Catering. Uh, we got uh, Ip City. Which is like you know one stop shop um, designs, yep. designs, yep. Make designs, up, my hoodie. Yeah, designs, yep. yeah, mm-hmm. you know make it make your dreams come true type shit. Put it put it all together. Uh, for we have this that and the other things, which is my homegirls shop up in Depot Town, and uh, we got a um, Bridge Community Cafe, which is a beautiful cafe that is also entrenched in the community and like trying to make everything. You know, more copacetic for everybody, right. and like, and, and, and include and and all that good stuff. So, we got some we got some sponsors along the way that have actually really helped us get along too. That's, that's dope. Shout out to Arctic Circle Brewing Company, by the way. Shout yes, out. De- that's our sponsor. Shout out to Devin, Arctic Vaughan. Circle Brewing Company. Yeah. <laughs> Let me give a shout out to uh, 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 Nikki Priceless, as I call her, uh, Nikki P, and uh, Angela Walker. Those are the other two thirds of the dojo. We're a yeah. team now. Awesome. I, I started this, but. Now it's we'll like, have to bring them up here sometime and have yeah, another episode. So that'll be fun. I feel yeah. like we could easily do another couple hours with how easily this conversation. Bro, we, right? can, we, can, go, yeah, we can actually go for sure. So, um, Brenda gotta go home. Yeah, right, and but to take us out though, I wanted to play one more um, off your last project, Ground Zero. But I wanted yeah. you to pick which one I play to take us out tonight. Shit, that's a that's a tough one, man. Um, <laughs> Because I love and hate all of them. Hate that work from most artists. Let's go out on Acid Rain. That's you. That's usually, I was just, that was the one I was gonna pick. That, that's usually like my friend's favorite. So it reminds me of people under the stairs. Acid yeah. Rain drops. Uh, speak, speaking of uh, uh, one of the best live hip hop acts ever. Yep. Holy shit. Yep. <laughs> Holy shit. For sure. Gasm, oh, gasm. Gasm, gasm. Uh, old smoke. All right, here's Acid Rain from Duke Nukem. We appreciate you being on. Thank you so much. We'll have Thank to talk again. Thank you guys again. so much for having uh, us. Absolutely. Having here's that. Peace. Peace. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I was royalty, but I came from Run that back <laughs> Reel up one time. Select the... Wait a minute. I am the light <laughs> in the sun that warms your heart. No stigma, no harm, no need for alarm. My mom always told me I was royalty. But I came from meager beginnings, humbling, not spoiling me. So the Duke is more fitting than king. The energy that a miracle brings is the essence I attempted capturing. In order to be the best me, I'll continue practicing. I used to roam in drug infested carpools, as attached to parcels, rolling with crews that might harm you. Now I'd rather heal than wound Giving praise to the womb and the first spring bloom 
the moniker was previously supposed to do. Still bringing doom to the false idols out of face. About face forward march. Bring a light to the dark. With each syllable, a spark. With each stroke of the pen, I embark a new terrain. I've reached the astral plane, and you still don't know my name. Duke Nuka, Nuka, Nuka. I get up like astral plane. I get down like acid rain. Nuka. Ain't nothing simple and plain. I get up like acid rain. I get down like acid rain. Duke Nuka. You know we straight out the frame. I get up like acid rain. I get down like acid rain. Duke Nuka. Some try to call me insane. I get up like acid rain. I get down like acid rain. Duke Nuka. Y'all gonna know my name. I ride vertical verbal vibrations in my loquacious spaceship. Feeling sensations of greatness. My mental faculty is monstrous. I'll copulate on your consciousness and give birth to new ideas that are stupendous like Jimi Hendrix on a 10 strip. It's not my goal to blend in the background. I stand up to lay smack down some rap clowns. I'm sick of that commercial rap sound. So to hear hip hop, I keep my ear to the ground. I stay clear of those crowds when I'm proud. Unless they're clouded by jewelry and women that they wear as a shroud. I guess I've always been backwards. Searching for my soul first, then seeking fortune and rapture. I need a team like the Raptors, these rappers are cap guns, making noise, believing no impression, see I was predestined to be blessing the mic, known for keeping shit tight and seeking the sight to help them make win the fight. I get up like astral plane, I get down like acid rain, Duke Nuka, ain't nothing simple and plain, I get up like astral plane, I get down like acid rain, Duke Nuka, you know we straight out the frame, I get up like astral plane, I get down like acid rain, Duke Nuka. Beats, Brews, and Points of View is a product of Dream Over Reality Media and sponsored by Arctic Circle Brewing Company.